Hello, hello, hello. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And you know what that means. What is it's neat? another episode of Between Two Beards. A big one tonight. A big one tonight. We have a special guest who will be joining us momentarily. Plugos Internet has sucked all time we've been here. Choppy. Oh, my God. He's looking choppy. He's looking like he's part of Minecraft. He looks like he's part of Minecraft right now. I'm it. working on that. I'm just messing we just with got you. A, just we just got a confirmation for another guest to stop by tonight. Also, I just, full disclosure, like every time I make up our graphics and do like our tweets and stuff and oh make God, things on our own, early. we Shoot. will. I always put like, I always like my face is on this side of the graphic and you're over here. I thought it was swap. So when I was putting my face over there, I was like, man, that's very cocky of me to go first. It's the actual graphic of the show. I didn't, I realized I was doing it right the whole time. You go plug. You gotta give yourself more credit. You gotta give yourself more credit. But we got a big night tonight. Call Pete's in the house. Ask your questions. I already know what he's going to ask you about. Mrs. Plugo. Don't ever show that comment on the screen again. That's the last time. (laughs) Alex, that's the last time we're we're doing anything pro Steelers ever. Listen, listen, Alex, the Ecto guy, the producer has returned to his throne. He's home. We got big money. Drew Nicholas in the Get off the screen. Get out of here. Ah, get off. And I just found out the boss himself, Spenny Love, is stopping by at some point this evening to talk LPW7. Here comes the wrestlers. So we're doing big things. Right now, right here, between two beards, shutting it down, speaking. I just said his name, Big Money Drew. Let's get him on the screen. Let's talk some wrestling. There What's he is. Up, buddy? There he is. Our buddy Drew Nicholas popping in here. Very excited Hello. to have you this evening. How are you, my friend? I am doing great. This has been such an interesting week in wrestling. Oh, I brought back a throwback yes. shirt. Still hasn't WWE, and it's quite refreshing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> KO looked very NXT KO on oh, yeah. Monday night, and I loved it. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, but we are happy to have you. Uh, Plugo, I didn't even ask how you were. No. Don't take that the wrong so way. Much going on. So Don't I'll take that the wrong way. I hope you're well. Uh, all right. What do you say? Hold so on. He needs had, my opinion. So- that's what everybody you. tuned in to hear. Bullshit fantasy football talk, guys. Here we go. We'll get this out of the way really Jesus. quick. We had our draft. At the, okay, so we had an RFA draft. The, the ruling stated 6 o'clock. That's the deadline. Get your bids in by 6 p.m. Anything yep. at 6 p.m. and past is done. He puts a bid in and it timestamped at 6. And he was denied the bid because it wasn't at 559. Do you allow the six o'clock bid on the dot or well was six the, the deadline was six p.m. The deadline is six p.m. or is the deadline yes. five fifty-nine p.m.? So if the deadline's well, six p.m. and you send it in at six said, p.m. One, say, be more I, proactive than that. But two, <laughs> two, if the deadline is six p.m. And you send it in at 6 p.m., that's valid. You sent it in. If you would have sent it in at 6.01, F you. You're gone. See you later. I'll have, oh, to, I'll have to read the rules back, but I think five. But if the deadline, if my if, I, if, if someone in charge of me goes, hey, man, you need to be in this office by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, me, I'm showing up a few minutes early. 
because I'm proactive, cult. <laughs> but in general, if I show up at 9 a.m., I got there by the time he asked me to get there. So that's okay. that's how that goes. Bad guy so in the house. I'm calling it valid. That's it's enough. a guy. You're not even. It's Mark Ingram of all fucking people. I mean, whatever. I mean, who exactly. cares? At exactly. that point, who cares? We already yeah. lost the viewer. They don't care about fantasy football. Anyway. All right. So, God, boring, you know? Jeez. I love you, Culp. I'm going to destroy you in our fantasy football league this year. But uh, we got turnbuckle talk here. Uh, we got everybody coming in. But as Sorry, Drew said Drew. when he hopped on. We brought on, in Drew. We did. Who is one of the best minds in wrestling. And we we're did. not talking about wrestling yet. So. Football. No. But we're going to start that? talking about wrestling. Because, uh, as he said, it was room? quite a, uh, a chaotic. No. Nope. <laughs> quite, quite a chaotic, newsworthy week, both inside the ring, like on the shows we watch, and outside. Uh, so we got a lot to dive into. Um, I mean, I feel like we have to start with Dynamite last night and what happened with, I mean, CM Punk and Moxley, and we can kind of tie that in and t- to all the backstage stuff because CM Punk is kind of involved with a lot of that. Oh, Turnbuckle Talk coming in with the soccer football talk, the original football. Uh, Yeah, Manchester United, really. Ooh. Anyway. Anyway. So let's start with AEW. Uh, Do we want to run through all of Dynamite or do we want to jump straight to this CM Punk box match? Because that was the story of the night, obviously. So uh, I mean, yeah. that's what overtook everything. Yeah, so let's dive into yeah. that. Okay, so first of all, we're about 45 minutes into Dynamite, and they're interviewing Death Triangle in the back. Well, well, actually, first of all, everyone assumed this was the main event of All Out. And we'll dive into it because today, um, Dave Straight Meltzer, an observer on Observer Radar. Yes, that's what we're doing, Ab Guy. We got you. We got your back. Earlier today, apparently, Dave Meltzer on Observer Radio said that the plan still is for the main event at all out to be punk and Moxley. So we can kind of dive into that part after, but everyone assumed, Hey, this is a killer main event for all out. It's the big pay-per-view, the main pay-per-view of the year. Cool. Then we get what happens last week with the promo and Moxley and stuff. And then they just announce, Oh no, no, it's happening this week on dynamite. And right there immediately, I'm like, what? Like, why would they, why would they do that? Then we get a little bit by dynamite. Death Triangle's getting interviewed, and as they're interviewing him, Tony Schiavone says, in tonight's main event, we have this, the trios. And then I'm just like, what? That's the main, like, what the hell's going on here? And then they have the entrances. Everybody looks great. CM Punk looks amazing. He looks pumped, ready to go. And then we got a two-minute and 59-second match where... <laughs> They start beating the crap out of each other. Punk goes for a kick, immediately grabs his foot. The commentators are playing into, you know, did he come back too early? Is it the injured foot? Blah, blah. Moxley being Moxley like a shark in blood-infested waters is like, I'm killing this guy. And he goes over there, gives the elbows, kills him. Two death riders, one, two, three. John Moxley is the undisputed AEW champion in under three minutes. The hell happened? Before what the we hell happened? Bruce's opinion on this video, bro. Bobby Munson said, "Good evening, good friends, Andrew. It is the best night in love wrestling Thursday nights. You Damn stay right tuned right after us. 
Major Love Wrestling with Bobby Munson and Papa Smokes, even your best MLW coverage in the business. That is true. true. So we did a sidecast last night, so our reactions were in the moment. So you're watching Dynamite last night. You're hyped up. Everyone's hyped up. It's Punk. It's Mox. It's the world title. It unfolded just the way JPJ described it. What was your initial reaction to that? Like, what are you thinking? What's going through your mind? Uh, so what's going through my mind, of course, I also think this is the main event. Why wouldn't it be the main event? Of course. Uh, and then the exact reaction I had when they were having that backstage segment and Tony Schiavone announces that that match is going to be the main event and not the world title match. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, somebody's coming back tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Like you all, your mind automatically is like. Something big is going on here. Like and, something's I, I initially you thought know? run it. I thought they were going to run the show late because, like, let it go for 30, 40 minutes, and then give us the three on three. But yeah, so <sighs> it. Oh, hey, we got throwback in the chat saying, uh, "What's good, guys?" Saying Drew's the head of the table. Oh, uh, don't put and, Pluggo down. <laughs> oh yeah, and he says Pluggo. That's he's going to win the draft on Sunday. I throw back right there. By the way, I like you, buddy. <laughs> is you're that not, it? There it is. Not, yeah, nobody's even... beating me. Nobody listen. I got, I feel like I got hosed in that tournament, but that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> it is you'll, okay. You'll, you'll get another shot someday. That's all right. Sure. Maybe I'll just um, take it tonight. Yeah, but continue, Drew, about like, yeah, everything that went on leading up to what we saw. So, so yeah, so I'm like, oh, so you know, my, I, and I think most people thought one, this is the main event, two, Punk wins, MJF comes out, uh, yeah, match yeah. for all out. Yeah, 100%. So the good thing, this is what I love about AEW, is that they do something totally different from what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, WWE is kind of doing that now more recently. But AEW has been doing it longer. And I loved the unpredictability of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and of course, I say unpredictability, even though I just said... I figured Punk was going to win. Yeah. But I love when they swerve you like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit. Okay, so this isn't the main event. But now this match was, again, was like, oh, okay, match is starting, bell rings, so this is an official match. There's yeah. no shenanigans. There's no, this isn't happening at all out. This is happening right now. <laughs> And then it's over in three minutes. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Billy Gunn. And had a longer match on Dynamite. He had a longer match last night than the undisputed championship bout. What? And and I'm going, well, I guess there's no MJF tonight. <laughs> no. So so where are you guys at in terms of like work, shoot? Is well, okay, forever? and this, this was the next section I wanted to dive into about this because now, and like Drew said, I am intrigued because I have no idea what is going on. Did it, there were rumors that Punk has been very unhappy to the point where some people thought he might quit or not show up to Dynamite. Is this Tony saying, you know, or is, is Punk leaving? So this is how they get him out of there. Uh, they're um, obviously last week with the Hangman Page stuff where Punk kind of went into business for himself. Perish, what is going on, my friend? Perish is having a match tomorrow night on LPW7, which I'm sure Spencer will be chatting about 
uh, when he hops on. There's a good friend of ours, Bobby Sharp. This is going to be a Bobby Sharp, friend of the show. We love Bobby. We love Parrish. It's going to be an interesting um, My heart's going to be all over. uh, Why don't we save that one? Because we'll be talking about WWE in a little bit. So we're talking AEW now. Um, But um, so there's so many ways that this – what's the reasoning for why we saw what we saw last night? Like if it – do they have something bigger planned for All Out? Like, is there a bigger story at hand? Is it, is it like like a work like a like a work? Like, is it a work or is it because Punk is unhappy? Is Much it because love, Punk is still back. not as healthy? Yeah, we love your throwback. Uh, Punk is still kind of banged up, and he realized, "Ooh, I'm not ready for, I'm not fully healthy yet." So this is a way to get around that. There's so much, so many ways that this can go, and it's yeah. intriguing. It's very intriguing because, you know, as wrestling fans, and don't get me wrong, like I follow the dirt sheets. I subscribe to the people I'm so I'm supposed to subscribe to. But it's very rare nowadays where things happen where you don't have a rumor or you don't have a, a somewhat of an inkling or a report that, hey, this is how this is going to go or this is how, uh, you know, and. I feel like this week in two separate scenarios, one with WWE, which we'll talk about in a little bit, and with the way that this match went down, it took everybody by surprise, and nobody knows what the hell's going on. And yeah. I don't think that's a negative. I think people are genuinely like, wow, like this is it's exciting to me. I like well, it. It you know? itself is not a negative, but then there are a bunch of negative people online yeah, yeah. who take it in a completely different direction. Yes, always. Everyone has to be in the know, and everyone has to give their opinions as terrible as they may be. Because that's what Twitter allows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so like in... in, I don't know. Like, it's so... I I think it makes All Out more intriguing because, Mm -hmm. and we haven't mentioned yet, there is going to be a casino battle royal. Yes, there is. For number one contendership, and mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder yeah. who the mystery person is going to be. Could it be uh, MJF? Maybe we mentioned I, him earlier, but you know, Marco uh, Stunt. <laughs> Plugos just—he tries his best every week to get Marco Stunt back on AEW. I swear he does. I think I am the only podcast content personality that is pushing for Marco Stunt to be back on AEW. Fair. That might be. I might be the I only one. Sure. Yeah. I, I See, there we that. go. See, there we go. Drew's on board. Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> Team Marco for life. For me, I know like CM Punk is my favorite wrestler of all time. Like mm-hmm. I don't make any bones about it, but I do understand he's not for everyone. So that there, right. he's one of the he's the most polarizing wrestler in probably history. I mean, just you either love him or you despise him, but whatever. And I'm watching that thing, and I'm thinking like. I don't think he's legit hurt because I don't think, but I, we talked last night. I, maybe it was just one of those things where it's like, it is still hurt Mm -hmm. and it may take a little longer, but the doctor was like, you can't really do any more damage to it. If you just go out there. And I mean, if you're going to get squashed by somebody, I mean, it's pretty realistic that it is Mox injury or not. So I I just, I just, this is so intriguing. Like, I don't know, because you hear all the rumors of the backstage heat. He wasn't exactly, and I think that adds a a certain layer to everything. Where it's like, that's why people don't know what's going on because of all that extra stuff. It's not like you know, there's no rumors of Punk 
wanting to fight Hangman or Punk having closed door meetings with higher ups about how unhappy he is or the fact that other talents, unnamed, but other talents are saying that he has not been a good guy to be around sometimes back there. Like he's just been a jerk and like, you know, not stuff that when you hear from CM Punk, it's a shock. You know, he's kind of always had a little bit of that to his, you know, his legacy of sorts. But when you hear all that and then you see the way it happened, that's why. Because we, I literally don't know. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's quitting. I don't so, know if he's leaving. You know, regards, I don't know. Yeah. In regards to him being hurt still, I had I thought of two things. One is they did this because he is still hurt mm -hmm. and they wanted to have an, an undisputed champion to go into all out and beyond because he's going to have to take more time than they expected. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, and I didn't notice this as it happened, but later on, uh, on Twitter, and also I did Body Slam's uh, post AEW show, and uh, Phil Lindsay was on, nice. whom I love so much. Oh, love, love Phil. Phil. Been on the show um, before, friend of the show. Love Phil. Love Phil. Yeah. Uh, and he meant he he made me realize first before I saw it on Twitter when Punk did the roundhouse kick, mm -hmm. that was not the foot that was injured. Yes. And that's the foot that he grabbed mm -hmm. as if it was a and the, even, and, you know, commentary played it up. Oh, they really did. They even said, foot. oh, did he come back too soon? No, oh, is it the bad foot? So but it was. I, it, it's the other foot. It was the other foot. I don't know if that was an accident or if that was intentional. And I see, like, from what people have said about, like, oh, this is how we get the heel turn for punk that, yeah people are talking about that i don't know how losing the match helps the heel turn because you wouldn't like want to unless it's it's legit he sold an injury just accidentally did it with the wrong foot that was how mm. the finish was supposed to be well, and then that, gets... as i say there was that rumor floating around that mox pushed for this match so he could come back and spin it like you pushed me into this match a week or two early. Right. Yeah, so there he, was that rumor. That's right. He, he could do um, that. So, when so it many ways he could go. Yeah, and when it comes to the potential, the people, the chatter about the punk heel turn, I think, I mean, I think the way that he would go about it, because they did do that camera shot where he's getting helped, and they did the camera shot where he kind of looks back. Mm -hmm. And he looked back at everything for like a split second. And they specifically zoomed in on his face, like looking back at like, right. wow, look at all these people cheering for this guy. I'm hurt over here. And these people don't give a shit about me. They're all right. cheering for this guy who just beat the crap out of me when I'm hurt and all this stuff. So I and think you know the heel turn would be based on like, hey, I came back for you people and you people were. You know, like, I think it would be more of, like, him against the fans as this opposed to, like, like, him turning heel against, like, what Moxley yeah, did or something right. like that, you know? This isn't, like, a a direct comparison because one of the people I'm about to mention is a piece of poop. I don't know if I can curse on this thing. Yeah, um, you sure you can. can. You can. Watch. Okay. Watch. Piece of shit. Jesus, Alex, get off the damn screen. <laughs> um... So you remember 
back in 2013. And I just, I did a rewatch of this time frame in WWE, mm -hmm. so it's more fresh in my mind. Uh, this is, if they do that way, mm -hmm. that, oh, this is, how are these people cheering for me, for him when I'm the injured one and, you know, everyone loves me. This was a similar thing that they did when Dolph Ziggler cashed in. On Del Rio. Bank. Yeah. Del Rio was a face mm -hmm. who had he been injured. Hurt. Yep. And was playing up the injury in the match, and the whole crowd went bonkers for Ziggler cashing in and winning. Mm -hmm. And that started his heel turn. Yeah. Yep. It's so, hard not to root for Mox, though, in any situation. And that, but yeah, literally. And, and right. So and he's so damn good. I think if anybody, if there's if there's anybody in the wrestling world on the mic that could make a you you people promos not feel like you people promo cm punk is going to be the guy that can do that yeah, uh so i don't worry about and i understand that that because the you people promos are we see them too much everywhere um but i do think punk is just so creative and just so damn he's one of the best on the mic in the history of wrestling so i think he'll find a way that where he'll have the you people vibe but he'll do it in a very original uh, cm punk but way. at least his you people will be legitimate it'll be justified because he was a good guy he's a good guy you know yeah the people legitimately yeah. cheered he, for the other person correct and so. he got booed when he got in when they introduced them before the match cm punk got some booze moxley did not get they, they were doing thing, the dual chance and stuff but like cm punk right was the bad guy in that like moxley was the overwhelming fan favorite so we are we're all kind of in agreement that this is for sure he's coming back. He's not done because he left the yeah. WWE in such a bad way. I can't imagine that this is how he would want no matter what's going on in the backstage with AEW. I can't imagine he'd want to leave his wrestling career again on such a weird note. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. think this is happening. So I, I would hope that, that and, but I also today I was like scrolling through Twitter Work has been kind of hectic, so I didn't dive too deep into anything. I just kind of caught headlines of stuff. And, like, one of the headlines was that Punk and Mox will be it all out again. Well, that's Meltzer. So Meltzer yeah. on Observer Radio today said that the internal plan still says that the main event of All Out is still John Moxley versus CM Punk. So, I yeah. again, we only have yeah. one dynamite. Yeah, and Turnbuckle Talk says Punk isn't leaving. Um and then throwbacks. And then, yeah, no, throwbacks we'll comment. We'll we're going to talk about WWE in like the second half. So I do. I definitely want to save yeah. his WWE comments for them so They're we can good. kind of bring them up when we're doing it. Um, but yeah, so like, oh God, I have no idea. I just have so no how idea do you do what's it? going how on. How would you do it then? If you're going to do the, this again in But my thing is, I enjoyed, I enjoyed what we saw last night. Was it shocking? And like, Pluggo and I were doing a watch along, and I felt like even the live crowd, when you watch it, that live crowd was hot last night in Cleveland throughout most of that show. Yeah. Um, but right after that happened, the next segment, Ricky Starks cut an unbelievable promo. It was an excellent promo. But even the crowd, Poor like Ricky, man. they were hot. They they got hot for Ricky because he yeah. won them over with his charisma because he's just amazing. But not to the level that they would have been because everybody was still like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I mean, he just blowing, I, and I said it on our watch. Yeah, like, we were on the watch along. And I feel like for the next two segments, we were like, huh? What's what are we? Order? What's wrestling? Yeah. I think what is I, this? I I think I tweeted yeah. like 15 minutes later. I'm still confused. Yeah, like because, I'm still yeah. thinking like, about why why that happened. Like what 
Where are we going? But I did. I did all say out. Their biggest pay per views in ten days. What's the main event? Yep. What is they, happening? Because they put it in such. They put it in a bad spot. I mean, there was most eyes would have been on him in that. But doing that finish and then putting Ricky up. But that is also a testament to how fucking amazing Ricky Starks is. That he's able to keep that crowd at a peak after yeah, all mm-hmm. that like insane chaos where it's like, what just yeah. happened? And he's like, nope. You guys are still right. mine. And he pulled it off. So. Congratulations, Ricky Starks, man. man. I don't know. I Superstar. Mean, if if we end up still getting Punk and Mox as the main event of All Out, I I will be. I mean, obviously, you know, I, and I trust AEW to tell. You know, I feel like they've earned the right for me to at least like see what the story will be of how we get to that second match in 10 days, especially if Punk was playing off an injury to the point where he had to be helped to the back by multiple people. But at the same time, if you, if that, if the plan still is, oh, Punk and Mox at all out, like that's what we want to do. We're not getting away from that plan. Then why did you even have the match? Like, why didn't you just not have that match last night? Like, why, how, how do you justify that match? I, that's where I'm confused. Like, I just don't know what the, what the kicker or what, what is CM Punk next week, a week later, walk out and go, oh, my foot's fine. My foot's fine. I'm good. Like, let's go. Like, it's like, what? All right. You look like you were going to be gone for eight months. Well, you, you literally couldn't walk. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like with the... And again, it's Meltzer. He is right a lot, but he's not perfect. Nobody is. So we don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, he does have some weight to what he reports because he is right a lot. So take it for what it is. But if the main event of All Out is still going to be Punk and Mox, then what purpose did yesterday serve really? i didn't catch, i guess would be my I, question i didn't catch the ratings but they did they, over a million they so so mm-hmm. if you think about it in the short term they popped a rating given all of the hype around raw and the trending upwards and viewership i know viewership is kind of a boring topic to talk about mm-hmm. but that's what we're here like wrestling has been and the, that's why drew is here i was like we got to get him on he's itching to talk we yeah. always are itching to talk I wrestling have, has just oh. been nuts and punk heel turn, yeah. I mean, I I think it's coming. King of the Indies, welcome to the show, friend. It's a it's conspiracy a new down there. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a conspiracy. It's kind of like a fantasy booking, but kind of conspiratorial. So let, let me walk you through this, okay? Mm-hmm. This is my dartboard with all the with all <laughs> the lines drawn hey, to everything. Moment. Big Ben is angry in the chat. What? Stop with the heat, Ben. I know. CM Punk is very smart. Yes, Ooh. Big Ben. Uh, <laughs> but I, I want Drew to get to his theory, but uh, Big Ben was uh, he got put in an arm by arm bar by Ronda Rousey last week on SmackDown. So you're saying he's had plenty of time to come up with these hot takes? Correct. I think he, I would assume he's at home resting up with his arm in a sling. I'm sure she might have ripped you. it out get of socket. Well soon, but buddy. friend well of the show, soon. Big Ben, that was awesome seeing you on SmackDown. That was uh. That was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool moment. So, Drew, uh, your your theory, my friend. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, and well, actually, before I get to my theory, was he was really on SmackDown? Yeah, he was in. He yeah, was it was in the, Montreal, was and he was an extra, masters, and he was he, the oh, security wow. guard that got put in the armbar on in the ring by uh, Ronda Rousey. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, no, he uh, was I didn't not. Watch SmackDown. That was a legit security <laughs> guard. Wrestling is real, haters. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's really cool, Ben. I'm I'm really happy for you. But he said Punk is better, better heel than face. I would agree with that. His WWE title run with him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here's my he, thing. But he had to come. Oh, go ahead, Drew. I'm gonna let you do. It. We've been putting that off. Go for it. So here's my thing. Last week or two weeks ago, 
I think it was last week on Dynamite. Um, the award, uh, Wardlow and FTR mm-hmm. did the promo where they mentioned the pinnacle. Yeah. That's the same day or day before or day after Sean Ross Sapp reported that MJF was in talks for returning. Mm-hmm. Now, I have the feeling that FTR haven't been put in the tag title picture for a reason. I think it's because what could potentially happen at All Out is mm-hmm. Punk pretty much says, I missed Forbidden Door. That was my time to shine with the AW title in my hometown. Mox, please give me another match. I'll be I'll be a hundred percent for it or as best as I can. I just want to rematch. I just want to do this for my hometown. Mox says yes, because Mox why would he say no? Yeah, Mox is a fighter. He's gonna he he'll just, say yes, he'll fight. Or he just murked yeah. him in three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a feeling. This is just my, my, my gut feeling. And other people have said this on Twitter, too. I've seen this out there. But my, my real feeling that I really hope happens, because what a crazy thing this would be. They do this rematch at All Out, and MJF returns and helps Punk win. Mm. I would like I thought about that because like that would be interesting if they and punk and MJF reform the pinnacle with punk in the role of uh whose name I'm forgetting right now who just left Tully Blanchard Tully Blanchard like like yeah or he's like the veteran older guy now watching over the whole group Mm. and FTR FTR turn heel also to finally mm-hmm. get their match with the babyface Swerve and Keith Lee. Again, that I wouldn't mean, be bad. I would like because then you could kind of do the Punk Jericho or the MJF Jericho thing where they kind of like there's always this like when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does. I don't need them to yeah. sing though like Jericho. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like Big Ben or say he had another hot take while he's sitting there yeah. nursing that arm that uh, Ronda Rousey Ronda is Rousey's really good, good at arm, arm bars. That's what he we said. got Dare Amazing, I our boy Dare Amazing <laughs> in the house. What's good? Saying hey B2B. And the hey, King Jerry. of the Indies the, kind of agrees the, with you maybe the, to an extent. He says Punk will turn heel in Chicago and join the pinnacle. Yep. That's what he said. So Now the thing with the, my one thing about that is how does Wardlow fit into all of this? Because Wardlow squash and, and and this is something else I thought of today. There have only been two major squash matches this year. I don't know if there have ever been that many major like squash matches and like mm-hmm. a major match where you're not expecting that Goldberg Brock Lesnar type yeah. of a huge thing that you think is going to go seven eight minutes long and it's only like two three minutes. Mm-hmm. The only other squash match in AEW this year was Wardlow and MJF. Yes. Yes, it was. I called that one, too. I was pretty excited. So (laughs) for both of those men to have had the only squash matches and major matches this year, I think it would be wild if 
they joined forces after hating each other, you know, and there's easy way to explain that away. My one thing is, what do they do with Wardlow? Now, I don't know if Wardlow just goes along with it or mm. if... No, he says, I'm good. I'm out of here. You guys do your thing, but I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm good. Wardlow, does, he's going to stay away at the pinnacle. He's done with that shit, right? He's TNT champ. He's the only guy right now. But they've referenced the pinnacle right. when he, I mean, he's teaming up with FTR. Like yeah, they've referenced he's, he's right. keeping it. He's keeping it. You know, yeah, whatever. I, I, I here's why. Here's what he's gonna do. This is what I would do with it if it was me, because I we've talked about this in the past. Like mm -hmm. Wardlow screams double champ to me, right? Where there's already in the haters saying there's too many belts in AW anyway, so you wouldn't really hurt anything by putting the titles both on Wardlow, like Punk, MJF come back together, they fight, he takes the winner. He goes, I'll take winner because it's my time. I beat both of you, yada yada, whatever. And then he could just we could have a TNT title tournament or something because he's bigger than that TNT title. And if you really want to push him and keep him hot, just give him the AW world, give him a run, give him a run. That's what I would do, but I'm crazy. You are crazy. I don't I think he's been built to the point where he's world champion material. Yeah. Well, he, he said though, he wasn't even going to mess with the interim title. Cause all he wants is the real ones. That so is he true. He didn't even want to mess with See, that. My, so my, my, the... good point. my, when it comes to MJF and I know the character would suggest that he he would always stay in character and be the shit heel. But that last promo that he cut on Dynamite before we haven't seen him since, that was a babyface promo. Yeah. It was a babyface promo. He got a babyface reaction. My thought but he, process but he also was figured out how to turn it back to heel because he did. Yeah, he can it. do yeah. But I'm just saying I think he can be that middle guy where the crowd actually likes him and supports him, but he's still a dick. If that makes sense. Mm. And I, my thought process going into this before even we found out the match was happening last night was, oh, I think Punk, I think Punk's going to win the title at All Out. And I think MJF returns for a stare down. And then they have their rubber match at whatever Grand Slam or they push it off till full, full gear, whatever. Grand Slam's in New York, where MJF is from. Right. He that comes back. Yeah. Uh, and if they crown him AEW champion as a heel or a face in his home state, that's, you know, that that's what I thought. But now you know, with you Punk push, losing last yeah. night, are you going to have him get the title back just to have him lose it again three right. weeks later? And like, that doesn't make sense. AEW doesn't now. do hot shot title. Exactly. They don't, they don't hot shot things like that quite often, if ever. You know? But they definitely. But I keep harking it back to like you don't blow your wad on this match on Wednesday if you've got if you don't have something bigger. And, and I think and I yeah and I think this is part of the intriguing part, which makes us all excited that we've been talking about this for thirty minutes. Is I you have to assume the way that that went down that they have something even crazier yeah. or even bigger planned for this particular storyline, the AEW title, all out, whatever. But it makes you think, well, if they just did that last night, Roundtable, round how are we doing? Thanks for popping in. We got tons in. of good comment to topics. Yeah, we got everybody. Keep them coming. Everybody's comment. Keeping tonight. them coming, guys. This is good or, stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a very divisive topic. People want to talk about it. Um, yeah. I just feel like everyone has that like, oh, well, if they did that last night, then that means something really big is going but on. But I, none of us know even have an idea of what it could be. When's the, that happened recently. With the WWE, where we all worked ourselves into this, like something big's gonna happen at this baby, and the WWE gave us nothing. 
Yeah. And nothing happened. And we were all like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I really hope we're not. That's, that car, the car that's happened so many won. times. I don't yeah. even know yeah. what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it was recent. But yeah, like the, this entire, this card still is all out worthy. Looks great. I think, but it is Tony Khan's MO and his style to go big at the mm-hmm. end of these pay-per-views. So MJF, MJF doesn't even have to get involved. Just showing up his music yep. hits. That's all you need. Right. Yeah. And I want to say uh, to Roundtable Pro Wrestling Pod, thank you. He says he's been pushing our channel. So uh, thank you. Thank, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate that it. love and support, my friend. Keep well, doing let's it. Let's reset Keep right doing there because we can't do this without any of you. Big Money mm-hmm. Drew's here. We can't do it without his fans, our fans. We love everybody. All the comments, keep them coming. Keep, we have a great community of people here. We keep it respectful, and I love you guys mm-hmm. for that. Because, I mean, we got He'll Speak the Truth. We got Turnbuckle Talk asking if CM Punk the new Bret Hart. Like, what? Turnbuckle? Put that on the screen. I missed that one. Better than most, but whines a lot and entitled. Yeah, I think that they're, but that's punk. And that was Brett. Like, and punk loves Brett Hart. Like, he <laughs> idolizes Brett. We are a community, yeah. bro. Much love. Yeah, absolutely. We're just, uh, we're just trying to build up. We appreciate everybody Have... showing up Thursday nights. I just a question because I just saw this now. Has MJF ever said anything about Bret Hart? Mm, not, Do we know? Not that I can not that remember, I can remember. Off my top head, but I mean, he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So I, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm super interested on how they play this. I know we've been talking about this CM Punk topic forever because it's hot. It's bone. It's booming. Um, he teased him. Uh, Alex in the our private chat, producer Alex said that he had teased. Punk about the Bret Hart stuff. Oh, about gotcha. Hall oh, of about Fame the, situation. The Hall of Fame situation when I think Bret got tackled. I was there live for that. What a what a. Oh yeah. Holy crap! I what remember a, what a moment the, that was like, oh I, my god. I with the Hall of Fame. I remember that vividly because like I don't. If I miss the Hall of Fame live, like I don't sweat it. I'll watch it later or watch the mm-hmm. people I want. So I happened to be watching. It was during like the NCAA tournament or something. And like all of a sudden, I'm like, "Why the hell is Bret Hart trending? What happened?" And then mm-hmm. you saw that video, and then you saw Cash knocking. Oh, Ca- yeah, Cash just knocking, knocking the guy that out, dude. And I was like, right "Damn!" I was like, "Yep." I was like, "Is this is. real?" The yep. reason why I had asked is because it could be a stable of the Bret Hart guys. Yeah, you know him, Punk, FTR. And Wardlow, if Wardlow decided to stay with that. If My question Wardlow is, where does Sean I mean, Spears fit into all this? He's going to carry the Come on. Blackpool Combat Club oh, versus a pinnacle-led punk and MJF. That's a match. I forgot mm-hmm. about Sean Spears. Yeah. How Spears could you forget chilling about at home. The, great, the perfect 10? The chairman. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I know his wife is, is pregnant right yes. now. Congratulations yes. Congratulations to them. Yes. Uh, so I... I, obviously, he must be out because of that. So he doesn't really fit into any go. of this first Wardlow season. Wardlow said he was a fan of Brett months. as a kid, also. Yeah. Yeah. So Wardlow says he. I mean, who wasn't a fan of Brett? I, I mean, thing, I know that I know there are some, but come on, Brett rules. If you want to intertwine these dynamics with the Blackpool Combat Club, and you want to intertwine it with Pinnacle stuff, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But all of these components could either flip on a heel or a face, depending on how the crowd sways. Mm. So, like, Blackpool Combat Club could be a heel faction if they really wanted mm-hmm. to be. I mean, everybody oh. loves them. You know what I mean? So, oh, and man, I, don't... I just got an idea. All right, drop <laughs> oh, it. Man. That's what you're here for. You're the, you're the idea man. That's what we brought you in for. All AEW titles, Pinnacle, versus all ROH titles. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, yeah. Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts. You could you can even do a um, oh. Blood and Guts. 
The blood and guts. You, you could even do, do like a blood and guts sort where it's like five on five or whatever for all the belts and stuff like we that. I, I actually the think New Heart Foundation, the Hitmen. Oh yeah. I, I think uh I think what Did... eventually happens is you know, we're kind of seeing it with Daniel Garcia, and we will talk about some other things that happened Didn't on Dynamite. Bret Hart just resign though with WWE. Like not I don't know if that actually ended like, up happening. I don't know if it ended up happening. It okay, was rumored, cause... but I haven't heard. I thought yeah. I saw a story that he had re-signed, so that I don't know I think how much it's a they want to lean. I, I think he might have signed a, a new Legends deal. Well, I, I don't know how much you want to lean into the head, deal. lean into the Hitman thing if he's signed, because then you can't have yeah. him come in. And Alex said in the chat, he goes, "You could not even like if you wanted to go away from the pinnacle, uh, you could like name it something like the Hitman, or like you could name it something that's more a reference." And AEW is making their way to yeah. Canada, be in Toronto, and uh, very soon. So. Which is a great thing because those crowds were on fire, mm -hmm. and we got to see some of our friends mm -hmm. in the Canadian wrestling scene get their but shine. It was um, so that was definitely a time last night, and I felt like it took me, it took me to that amazing main event. Really, it took me like a good two segments after that happened for me to kind of like snap back in and be like, okay, like I'm watching a wrestling show here. Like I got to get out of the the fog of my brain of trying to figure out what the hell just happened there. Just let it um, play out, bro. Yeah. I, we have to, but it's like, no, I want to know. I, I, you know, Alex Pawlowski said it best last night. He goes, I have no idea what's going on and I absolutely love it, but I still feel like I need to know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what's going on, but I love not knowing what's going on. And it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. one of those things where like, I, I need to, ugh. How, how are you like Drew? Are you are you a guy that's like cool with spoilers, or do you like to just let it play out? Or are you one of those like I gotta know what's happening in the I want to know the angle? Or are you just like let me watch the show and figure it out for myself? I don't care actually about spoilers. Mm. I'm totally fine with being spoiled. There was well, okay, that's not a hundred percent true. When there's something truly special, like what happened on Monday that we'll get to, oh, right. yeah. uh, that's a moment that I think deserves to not be spoiled. So I'm happy that that moment didn't get spoiled because I'm such a huge fan and love that man so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll get to the story of that when we get there. But um, there are, it's very rare where I will go, I would rather not be spoiled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, who doesn't love, you know, who doesn't love sitting there and seeing something that you're not expecting? And I, you know, obviously, uh, you're referring to one Johnny Gargano, we which we'll talk, now. which we'll talk about in a few here. Um, but that can, nobody knew. They were in Cleveland the week before and they were like, oh, it's happening. Cleveland, <laughs> Triple H is in charge, Cleveland. <laughs> oh, Ciampa's fighting for the U.S. title, hundred percent. I was Side one of them. I was saying it. Me that's me. Yeah. I'm saying like, hundred percent. It's happening. It's happening. And it didn't. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's ten o'clock on Monday night, and they're in uh, Toronto, Canada. And I heard the music, and I was like, huh? And then it was like, is that Johnny Gargano? Is that the old Rebel Heart? Is that what I'm hearing right here? And then it happened, and I was like a a kid in a candy store. I was like, Oh my God, Johnny Gargano's back. And uh, he looked great. He was happy after he, they made him, they made him look like he, and again, this is with triple H cause triple H made so many people in NXT black and gold that when they were handed off to Vince McMahon, they were handed off on silver platters. Hey, 
here's a star for you. And for whatever reason, most of the time, Vince was like, yeah, no, no, not happening. And then you saw immediately Gargano gets the 10 o'clock time slot in the ring by himself, cutting a promo, cutting a babyface promo made oh, yeah. to be an immediate main player on Raw. You saw it with Karrion Cross a couple weeks before. Immediately comes back, is involved with Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns in the Universal Championship picture. Like, Triple H is not just bringing his people back. He's bringing his people back and making them immediate main-level players. And I think that is another difference that we're going to see with Triple H. Like, he's going to, you know, he's not going to call somebody up from NXT and put them in a demolition mask and go, yeah, we're going to change everything you were completely about what got you over. Like Triple H is going to, oh yeah, you were the, you're the carry and cross that was the double champ down in NXT. So when you come back, your first segment's going to involve Roman Reigns, who's been running this company for two years. Like that matters. And Gargano getting that slot, getting that type of promo, that hero's return even if you didn't know who Johnny Gargano was, you're watching that show and going, oh, crap, this guy seems like he must be a big deal. Who is this guy? Let me go check it out. He meant, I would have had him come out in bondage gear. No king shame. That's what I'm saying, you know? I would have done that. It's like they they immediately are like, holy crap, Johnny Gargano. Not only is Johnny Gargano here, he's going to matter on this show. Like, he's going to matter. Yeah. Before we get Drew's thoughts on that return, I have to say, our boy, not our boy in the sense of like, we like the dude, but like our boy in the sense that we've talked about him enough on this damn show, Theory, mm. like is not doing himself any favors. Like everyone already hates him. Johnny was excited to see him and he was just like, screw you. <laughs> it's like, Listen. Theory, you had an ally for like 30 Listen. seconds Got and you're over here getting, what are you doing, bro? Yep. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, all I ask is that at some point in the not so far distant future, the way makes a triumphant return mm -hmm. on the main roster. That's all I want. That's all I want. They're they're teasing it, but Drew. So you got we got you were talking about Johnny's back. You kept teasing it throughout the show. Say we're gonna talk about him. Talk about him. So what were your thoughts? You're sitting there Monday night. What are you thinking? Like, oh shit. So, it took me a second when Rebel Heart started. Yeah, you could see the crowd too. Right? There was like one guy that stood up right before everybody, and he had a look on his face like, wait a minute. Like he's still like, huh? Is that what I think? And that's how I was on my couch. I was like, holy shit, is this what? what is this? I got a phone call midway through the tag match between Ciampa, Miv, and um, oh, what are they facing? Oh my god, um, uh, Styles and uh, Lash, Bobby Lashley. That was a good, that was a good match. That was a very good um, match. So I'm never answering my phone during Raw again. Uh, <laughs> you could have said that a month ago. <laughs> and yes, because I switched, because I watch on my computer here on mm -hmm. YouTube TV, and uh, I flipped off of that because I was doing something work-related on my computer. So I flipped off of that. I didn't have headphones on or anything, so I wasn't listening to anything. So it was like 10.03, 10.02. Mm. I, I finish. I'm like, all right, I missed that. Whatever. I'll catch up on that later. Let me go back to Raw. Let me go back to the Raw tab. And Johnny Gargano <laughs> is in the middle of the ring. And I'm like, You're like no! Wait. 
what video Ooh. package? Huh? I thought it was a video package. Yeah. I didn't even know that he was in the ring live. Yeah. I, I just it went on for, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is not a video package. He's in the ring right now. He's yeah. actually there live. So then I went back and I saw, you know, I didn't remember how Rebel Heart started either. So I definitely yeah. would not. I would have had the same thing. Like, oh wait, what's this? Yeah. And then Gargano. Being on the Tron, that would have. Been, oh my God! It's Gar it's Rebel Heart. It's Johnny Gargano. Incredible. So, I am a huge, huge fan of Johnny Gargano's. Mm -hmm. I got to meet him once. I got to talk to him for a couple of minutes. He's such an amazing, wonderful person. One of the people who has legitimately made me cry in wrestling. Mm -hmm. I've mentioned this on the on the Roundtable podcast last night. Uh, on Monday night, rather. And um, just, the, I met him the night before he won the North American title. Oh, beauty. So I was like, if you win the title, I'm probably going to cry again. <laughs> he said, you promise? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure enough, it ended up happening. So um, I I'd am... like, I would have sent him a video of like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was just like, I'm just over the moon that he's back, and this is where he belongs. As it's, it's crazy to say that because if it were a couple of months, if it was a month ago, just a month ago, no Triple H in charge yet, Johnny Gargano would never going to come back to this company. No, he probably would have been closing closing in with AEW or Impact. Like he would not, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Just wouldn't happen. And it definitely would not have been the best choice for him. Mm -hmm. As much as I love AEW. Yep. They've got way too many people right now, and he would not have been a centerpiece that he mm -hmm. deserves to be. Absolutely. So I'm very, very happy. And the theory thing was fun too. I, mm -hmm. I, the, the, the way was one of like the last things that I cared about yep. in NXT before I went to 2.0. Mm -hmm. And I'm, if they, now, this is my question to you guys. All of our thoughts were Dexter Loomis is back because Johnny Gargano is, and he was involved with and all of Ciampa's stuff. Mm -hmm. So, do we still think that they're connected in some way? I think or? so. Yeah, I think Loomis kidnapping the Miz. I think could be like. Hey, the Miz is kind of the new sidekick. Like, you know, like the Miz and Ciampa are together. They're friends. So like I'm going to get this Lu Miz yeah. guy out of the picture. And Lewis right. is mine. He's like, that's Johnny's that's guy. That's Johnny's guy. That's like, Johnny's that's my, friend. Yeah. That's Even Johnny though they've had too. a tumultuous friendship, clearly. But, uh, um, you know. Because like, I know, like, with this, like, with Johnny Gargano, just to reiterate it, like, when he left NXT, I, I told, I said, we have to talk about it. Because he may mm -hmm. not ever come back to this. And mm -hmm. he's one of the guys that, like, I was always a Ciampa guy in their feuds. But I never yep. just, like, Johnny's a ph phenomenal wrestler. But I always, but that feud that they had back in, I want to say New Orleans, maybe. The one where just Ciampa came out, no music. And it was just a blood, like, everybody just was boo, F -U -F. It's, it's still oh, to this so day. Great. Like, that that made me realize that, okay, I was, I was I was into NXT, but I was like, that made me like, I have to I mean, watch weekly it's to the see greatest, this guy. It's still to this day, it's the greatest story NXT has ever told, yes. is the Gargano-Champa saga, it felt in, like my opinion, nothing, in my they, opinion. I, it felt like, too, it felt like with Vince under the regime back then, like, he didn't like Johnny. 
Because yeah. they, it's like there was always like, okay, this is the takeover where he's done. This is the take because he's been here for fifty years. He's done all of it. He's won it all. Then they do the way thing, and I was like, oh shit, they're gonna ruin what's great about Johnny Gargano. But then he figured out a way to mm. make that successful and give keep us invested in that index wedding when he's just like playing that just nervous dad and he's oh dude so that i'm excited amazing yeah i'm excited to see what they do and triple h strikes me as the guy that is like tony khan isn't going to make us feel silly oh we got josh in the chat oh, saying, shit, oh hey, hey what's up bitches hey josh good to see you and then you got drew and myself saying hi back to oh now do i have to do it too okay no i want i wanted you to finish you were you were going on your thought i didn't want to interrupt your go. thought i didn't so. want to be left out but yeah i just with triple h and so you, we all know the dexter the indie because dexter showed up on nxt well i do want to talk about that too because i don't i don't watch nxt 2.0 regularly even though josh, now you're amazing saying josh josh is in the house we love now i feel like josh. i have to at least keep tabs on it because i feel like it's gonna triple h has come out and said you know, or Sean has come out and said that they really want NXT in the main roster to be like a legitimate one-two punch. So that makes me feel like... Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. And, and we, you know, got, we got Alex saying the landscape of wrestling is in such a great place right now. We can, that mm -hmm. we can be excited for every promotion. And that's the thing. Like, and I know I don't want to go on a huge tangent about it, but I did want to bring it up at some point. Like, stop the, I want to see a WWE squash AW, and I don't want to see AW squash. Just be happy that every night of the week, there's something good yeah. on the programs for somebody, whether you like it or not, but at least you've got options. At least it's not how it used to be, where there was one show in town, and if it mm -hmm. sucked, it sucked. Now there's, a, there's mm -hmm. wrestling on every night of the week. You can find it, just enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I think Astrid left NXT. Yes, she is. She did. She stepped away. Much love to Astrid. Um, mm -hmm. She was a part of this show many times and did the sidecast with us. We wish her the best. She's oh, going to yeah. go bet on herself and do some things outside of love wrestling. And, you know, she's going to do good things. So, yeah. And I'm sure we'll figure out, especially if NXT, you know, and they yeah. sold, they sold me on when worlds collide next week. Like I'm going to make a point to go see that, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where if NXT becomes more of a, hey, we need to be paying attention to NXT type show, I'm sure on Love Wrestling, you'll see some form of us trying to do something with it. But in general, so yeah, Dexter Loomis, who's been coming back to Raw these last couple of weeks, he did show up on NXT 2.0 to kind of close the storyline. And I think um, Roundtable mentioned it earlier. He said with Loomis and put him in a the spotlight. Then Loomis shows up at NXT to pay Send off the storyline with Love, Index. Yeah. Hey, if, you, if you're interested in chatting about some NXT, yeah, let us know. Let us know. We are always looking for new contributors or new voices that want to do some stuff with us. Like, thousand percent. So hit up yeah. Spencer. Or hit us, up the Love Wrestling or us. Like, too. let us know. Let us know. That'd be dope. Um, but, yeah, he did show up. And the way that they did it that moment in the ring where they have a hug and, and they kiss and everyone's flipping out. He carries her out. I thought he was going to carry her right to raw. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, Oh, he's just going to take her. And she's gonna, on the short list of she people should be, that I think should be on the main yeah, roster. I, think I, NXT currently, I, I, I think love so. Indy Hartwell. Yep. I've always loved. I think she's phenomenal and her personality alone. She should be on the main roster. Yeah. Oh, love wrestling round table pro for a crossover. Absolutely. I would be a thousand percent would want to do that. So yeah, up. let's let's let hit us up. Let's plan something. Let's do some 
I want to do cool shit with Alex, my friends, producer, guys. Talk some wrestling. Put our put our handles on the screen. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. He's got. He's got. But um, and then he gets carried off. They go back, and you can see the cop lights kind of in the distance outside the mm-hmm. doors of the of the arena. So well yeah, and he gives her a note, and she and they give one last kiss, and he leaves. And then you kind of, as the doors close, you see the cops kind of surround him, and then the camera just does that perfect slow slow pan where you finally see the note, and he says, uh, goodbye for now. I'll love you forever, Dexter. And I was like, God, man, uh, amazing. So well done. Oh, it was so well done. And it, and like Roundtable said- I wish Mr. Or- looked at me the way Dexter Loomis looked at <laughs> But that whole thing where they had the close-up on Indy, and you see him pop up behind her on the camera, and then they show both of them looking at each other, then they crawl in the ring to get- like, It was just so well shot- and well done. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. And I was on my couch, like, just like, oh, I was, emo- I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. I was emotional. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, but I, that I want, like I said at the beginning, like eventually I want, I would love to see Candace back. I want Indy to come up theory. Like if, if Gargano's first feud is going to be theory with their history, I am all for that. I, you know, regardless of what I think personally about theory, you cannot deny that the dude is super talented and he's super young. If you're watching the show objectively, you might not think he deserves to be in the spot that he is in, which I would agree with you in that, but he's 24 years old, can cut a good promo, has great matches. He has the look like it, the, the dude has talent. So if he you want to tell me, was like, I always had positive interactions with him. Yeah. actually. I met yeah. him too. A couple yeah, times. I've met him on a couple of Evolve shows back when he was yeah. involved and he was always a super nice. He was very, would go up to the fans, have conversations with the fans. Like, yeah. You know, you hear these things and they are what they are. And like, yeah, he should be judged for those if they are true. And it did happen. But at the same time, like in my interactions, he was a super nice guy and you can't deny the talent. If you're looking objectively, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's the same thing that I say about Logan Paul. So far, guess what? In the two matches that Logan Paul has had, the dude looks like he's built for this shit. It is what it is. Do I think he's a good person? No. Do I want to be rooting for him? No. But if I'm watching wrestling and I want a good wrestling show and he's part of the show, he has proven to me that he's pretty fucking good. He's pretty good. And then, you know, it is what it is. You got to look at it somewhat objectively at times. If we're talking about Monday Night Raw, we got to talk about the gentleman that's on that T-shirt that Drew's wearing. Oh, oh, we do. Oh, we do. Because he is my he is my favorite person in WWE main roster, (laughs) and he has been for years. And in the last two weeks, three two weeks especially that segment with Drew McIntyre last week, (laughs) I'm impressed with Logan Paul as an attractive wrestler. I think I'd have a great match with him. Hell yeah. yeah. Probably active, yeah. active wrestler. Active. Not attractive. <laughs> not attractive. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, he might be. He very okay. well might be. He might very not, well might he's be. He's not an ugly That's guy. On yeah, me. He very well That's might on me. That's on Pluggo's eyesight. No, it does say active, <laughs> but he is an, he's attractive to some people. You know, I wasn't shaming. If you're if round tables attractive, I mean, I'm attracted to Hook. <laughs> That's a handsome man. Uh, hook is hook is it's the really the I got a hook shirt it's really the hail it's just the brooding no you, you know? definitely said active no no you you type that you, correctly you in your right. phone yeah. it's just that plugo can't read. read so I'm that's uh you know it is what it is we we work we work at it we work at it we have tutoring classes every week i get a little bit better yeah it's not 
But if we are talking about Raw, um, they have made Kevin Owens look exactly like the prize fighter. Kevin Owens, this yes. past week when yes. he fought Chad Gable, uh, first of all, what a excellent, great match. Yes. excellent match yes. with him and Chad Gable. Uh, incredible. How uh, awesome you popped so hard for the NXT. Well, Titan that's what I'm saying. They had the old right. Titan Tron, and he came out oh, with the tape. The KO. The KO I was like, yeah. I would like, yeah, hose me down. Want? I was like, My someone heart. pour water on me. I need water. I need a bucket <laughs> of water thrown on me. I'm a hot Like, is, let me know was, what's happening. You know, Kevin Owens is slash was, and I'll say was because obviously we're gonna we're looking forward into the trips era. He is the king of like taking anything you give him and making it work. So imagine what the man can do when you actually give him something worth sinking his teeth into that is like next level type shit. He's going to take this to the moon to steal a phrase from Cameron Grimes. Like my goodness. My, like, my thing is right. Wait. And this is, and I, I like the performer of Ezekiel and, and Elias, especially Elias round table. Love you too. The only reason. And I will say this, the only reason that Ezekiel storyline even got a hint of over was because of Kevin Owens. Absolutely. Kevin Owens was the sole reason why people gave a shit about that storyline. And that just goes into what you said. Like, how many times have they given Owens B, I mean, C plus, B minus creative, and he's made the segments an A because he's just Listen, I'll be great honest with you. at everything. I'll be honest with you. People did not like his new face of America thing. I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah, I, I was with didn't you. Mind it at all. No, I liked I the clean that. shaven. The he whole, looked different. Yeah, he wore the, the suit. Floor of the entranceway yeah. with his face, yeah. and uh, he was wearing the suits all the time. Yeah, I yeah. actually enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, so, I, there was nothing that he's done that I haven't liked. I agree, and I think he is a guy that whether he's a heel or whether he's a good guy, that guy to me. And there's a reason why he main evented WrestleMania against Stone Cold Steve Austin, because I think if you gave him a little bit of that edginess, he is the closest thing we've seen to Stone Cold Steve Austin in WWE since Stone Cold Steve Austin. To the point, not, don't take that out. You know, people are, oh, he's going to be as big as Stone no, That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying what is, hell? you look at Kevin Owens, and he's an everyman. And you look at Kevin Owens, and if he, you know... It, what has been the main arc of his whole character the whole time he's been in WWE, NXT and WWE? He's a family dude. Cares about his family above and all. Cares about his friends. He's a he has good morals. You know, you hear the stories. He's a super hard worker. Sammy's. I mean, I would also not. I would not be opposed to KO and Sammy becoming a team and taking the you, the titles off the Usos or doing like. I, please I need God, it. Like, I need it. If you want, if you want to tell me. <laughs> That like KO and Sammy become a, a tag team here, and they're like gonna be the main team feuding for the titles against the Usos for like the rest of the year. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. I need. Um, but I, I just think Kevin Owens, if you present him in a certain way, like like Turnbuckle, our friend Carl says, give KO a little more steam. If you kind of made him that tweener or whatnot that's a guy that can be the fate like he could win a heavyweight title for you multiple times and be the most over guy in your company if you let him be we've already seen that triple h wants to do that with him because he's already been universal champion yes and triple h in the storyline is the reason he won that yeah. he uh, pedigreed seth love that moment and literally yeah, lifted still, owens hands with the title 
Yeah, when KO, KO yeah. couldn't even believe it. He was looking at him like, holy shit, really? Oh, what? I'm doing it. And he just did it. Like Triple H oh, was yeah. in character in the story, the guy that gave him the nod. You know what I mean? So, And you've already seen in the two weeks. And again, I know we, we went through the comments, but that segment, that whole thing last week that happened with Drew McIntyre, the promo and then the match that they had after, that to me was in that moment, I was like, okay, like Kevin, like, that was the best segment that I've seen on Raw all year. All year was those two. That promo, and I was like, KO's back. Like, that is KO that I, that's the KO I've wanted to see for five years. And they're entertaining for five years. all of it together. Like, you had Roman on SmackDown mentioning to Sammy, like, tell your boy, mm -hmm. I don't know anybody anything. And then you and had you know, Owens you on Kevin Raw saying, Kevin hey, Usos. You know? Tell yeah, no, tell yeah, it's it's perfect. And oh. Sammy There's is the, the Sammy is trying to become all. a member of the bloodline, so it's all weaved in there that Owens can just go to Sammy and be like, dude, why do you want to be part of this group? They treat you like shit, man. Like they like they're they're messing with you, dog. Like, why do you want to be a part of that group? And Owens is like, I've been your best friend your whole life. Like, you need to listen to me. And then Samuel will be like, yeah, but you've also turned your back on me like nine times. Like, you know, like what, like, you know, and you could play that whole story out for a bit till eventually Sammy realizes it and goes with KO. And then you have the built in Owens and Zane versus the Usos for the tie. And then, you know, eventually it will lead to a match with It's just, it's all right there for you. And I love the callbacks because one of the early opponents of Roman during this the start of this prestigious prestigious reign was KO, and they had three really good matches that uh, that Roman never beat him clean. He always needed help That's to right. beat him or some sort That's of right. you know. They had the thing with the handcuffs on the cage and the thing with the forklift in that like no holds barred match they had that where it didn't work for like ten minutes and they had to like change the camera view because it was for the time but he technically won the, the the steel cage match with Braun because he threw. Yeah, like you know, it, it's yeah. one of those things where it's they just like did him dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like Roman got away with all those matches and won oh. very, very shadily to the point where I think you know you could play it up that like, hey, I know this was a while ago, but uh I have a gripe here. I have a gripe here, and there's yeah. a certain you know I it, it's very good, it's very good. As and Plugo knows this definitely. I'm a big Roman Reigns guy. Yeah, um, yep. he was. He I was as well. He he was on uh, the Wicked Crazy Pinfalls, where I debuted my douchebag head of the table character, <laughs> and um, I am one hundred percent out of the bloodline story thing at this point because it's been so friggin' repetitive. Mm for oh, like a, a year now. And I was kind of, you know, I was still like, okay, yeah. Like, especially around the Owen stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like, come on. This is, we got to start getting something else going. You know, all right, so now the Usos are together and Jimmy wasn't with it at first and then he mm -hmm. was with it. But then it's just been the same thing for like a calendar year. Their old their tag titles and their tag team championships and the tag titles have been kind of screwed up whenever they've gotten them and now both of the main titles are on Roman and mm -hmm. it's so bad to the point that the USA Network is pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. right. um, yeah. 
it's like okay we gotta we gotta do something different here mm-hmm. so if drew doesn't be if he's not the one to take roman down next sunday at clash of the castle i think <laughs> kevin owens would be wonderful mm. well, i think they booked I, themselves into a corner, and that was with all the budget cuts and all the firings and all the mass exodus yeah. of all the other talents that didn't want to re-sign and all this stuff, is you didn't heat enough people up, and then Roman mowed down everybody, and it's like, what's left? And then they're like, well, shoot, we'll do this this title unification thing because we don't have enough people. And I think Triple H is realizing that, and he's like, let me get some of these people in here, because at least now it's like, Okay, Drew seems refreshed. We got Karrion Cross in the mix. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. heating Kevin back up. I eventually think Samuel gets to that level too because he is that caliber of a talent. They just have to figure out how to get there. That's why I thought SmackDown for a while has been a little bit behind Raw because they were so hamstrung with the budget cuts that they got to build it back up and get some credible people. But yeah, they need well, to do something. You know what's going to happen on SmackDown is uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Is going to be on SmackDown soon, and I think that'll breathe some life into yeah. SmackDown because they need right. some fresh faces on that show. But um, yeah, I I, I just feel- which if you need fresh faces in your emojis, you should consider while you're here hitting that subscribe button. Then you true. get access to our beautiful faces. Plus, if you hit the subscribe button, continue. You will get to be in the chat tomorrow night for LPW Seven. Here come the wrestlers. And that's the only way you can be in the chat. You can watch it for free, but if you want to chat with the likes of me and JPJ here, you Mm got to subscribe. Because in a few minutes, in a little bit here, Spencer Love, the boss, has confirmed that he will be here. And if Drew's still here, he probably won't yell at us, which will be nice. Yes, it is true. Usually he (laughs) treats us with company as well. He treats us good with company. But yeah, so in a few mo, in a little bit here, we'll have Spencer Love coming on to talk about LPW7 here on the wrestlers. But yeah. If you like what you see, some of the new friends and faces we've seen tonight in the chat, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, give us a follow. You know, tell us what you think of Raw SmackDown. We love the interaction. Keep those comments coming. It's been yeah. awesome. And Drew, I'll ask you. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a big, and we'll announce it towards the end of the show. But next week we're gonna have a big pick'em extravaganza here on. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling next weekend. <laughs> we have Clash at the Castle on Saturday. <laughs> we have Sunday afternoon when worlds collide. Uh, which they're hyping up to be a big show now. If you've watched, if you did pay attention to NXT <clears> 2.0 Sunday night, we we have All Out, and there's even more wrestling than that. Those are just kind of the three bigger ones of the two main companies. SmackDown, wrestling, Raw, NXT. Like there's just wrestling for like yeah, the next there's a lot of wrestling going on. Dude, and, yeah, and, it's like and, WrestleMania season again. Yeah, and <laughs> you know this sense of optimism in the wrestling world, basically since Vince got the boot. Uh, the sense of optimism in the wrestling world and, you know, WWE is clearly performing better, you know, and that makes AEW want to perform better. That makes other companies want to perform better. It's just incredible and clash. Yes. Next, next week, I am going to be on Josh's show. Like we do every month for WWE pay-per-views. We are doing the sim of clash at the castle on W uh, on WWE 2k 23. 2K22? Is it 22. what year is it? 22. 2K22? Uh, we will be doing Jeez. that live next week as well. So stay attention. Don't age it. 
No, what? I didn't know. Don't age. It's actually it's the year twenty ninety nine right now. Is that, is that <laughs> what it is? So those, those are always fun, are and those are fun. yeah, those are, those streams are always a good time. They're always super fun. That shit is wild. I might that just crash that one. Yeah, do it. Uh, you know. You know, but we'll, we will be doing that. But there is so much wrestling next week. So I do want your opinion because I I think Drew is going to beat Roman. That clash at the castle. I'm you still leaning the head that. of the table. Big money. Drew is going to beat Roman. Yeah, I, I already got one title. So. He's got multiple. <laughs> I see multiple titles back there. But uh, I do. I, I think Drew McIntyre in that setting, in his home, you know, not his home country, but his home continent over there. And we have, and part of me, part of the reason why is a they've made Drew look. He got rid of the sword. He's cutting good promos. They've made they've built him back up rather quickly to where I look at him every week now, and I'm like, yeah, he can be Roman Reigns. He he can be Roman Reigns, and I think that's a super good thing. Uh, but I think I think he I think he is going to do it. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Obviously, with the Roman storyline and how long it's gone, but I think. Drew is going to be the one that does it. I think they're going to give him that huge pop in front of people mm. because, and they've referenced the Brock Lesnar match where he did it in a warehouse in front of no one. And I think this is a moment for him to really get a crowning achievement, breaking this long streak in his home continent in front of a lot of people. I think there's a strong possibility. I'm actually leaning that Drew wins it. Although we have a couple people, Roundtable Pro and Turnbuckle Talk, both saying Drew will win but it's going to be by DQ and then Roman will keep the titles. So uh, you never know. I just think if not now, I think, when... I think exactly. That's my thing. If not now, when, right. And drew is up there at that level. Just give him the titles, give him the titles, let Roman do his part-time stuff. You don't need Roman and rock next year at mania to have the belts to begin with. They can, that will be the biggest match of the show mm -hmm. with a world title on it or not. Right. Like, I've you been saying for it. a long time. That so, match did not need title. No, so there's a way to get there's a way to get over way to get there. Drew is more than a formidable choice, and I just think that's where they're going to go. I so. think it makes it more interesting, in fact, for Roman to lose the titles before the Usos do. Oh, I, I, Ooh, I think that, that, that I've always wanted to go the opposite, but no, I dig that because he's always given them shit for taking L's. But that's a All good. Right. Wait, it's not Drew. We have another get you. We're just blowing this budget. You know how we do it. The boss has arrived. Oh, yes. He's here. He has. Let's get him in here. Spencer Love. Oh, snap. And this time I ain't even mad at you guys for spending money. See, we, we got, knew it. We said there's got, a guest oh, on the show. You. He's, gonna be, he's two, always nice. we got two good looking guests on we do. this show. We do. Drew we lucked out. We lucked out this me. evening. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But you popped in right as we were talking some uh, Roman Reigns, Drew, Drew McIntyre. We just talked about Johnny Gargano and his return on Monday. But usually when you come on these shows, it's usually the night before a pretty, pretty big wrestling, wrestling show, show that we have here at Love Pro Wrestling. So let's get after it. Let's get Let's, after every, it. Before he starts, before he starts, everyone in the chat, tell Spencer how much you love us so we could stay on the air next week. <laughs> no, he just said we're we're safe this week. Oh, are we safe? Okay. I don't know. I'm just yeah, used to getting yelled you at. Got, you, got, you got good looking, you got good looking guests. Reaction. You got a good looking producer. It's true. It's just a we good got looking, our producer good looking back. general 
general area we've got going on in so yeah. how's the setup, how's the setup going tonight boss man yeah how is the you're setup going at you're, the you're, at the, you're at the venue right now doing the night before I am at setup. The venue. i'm at the venue right now it's smooth we've got great people involved in every aspect of lpw and like i shit you not every aspect of lpw we got people who are here, like by the time our ring truck gets here, ready to unload. It's perfect. It's really perfect. So uh, setup's going great because setup's almost done. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, oh, who's That's that good to know. Oh, we got another shop. beautiful man. I think we got. Is that goose? goose? Is that goose back there? Oh, honk, honk. That was the goose. All right. Yeah, good handsome to see. devil, you. Yeah, good to see. All right, Spencer. So you know we've been promoting this. We've been doing match announcements. Last night on Sidecast, we had ads throughout the whole show, talking about. Uh, this event tomorrow night, LPW seven and outcome the wrestlers. Where do you want to start? Cause it is, again, it seems like this is becoming a regular occurrence it, top to bottom. This is an all-star card tomorrow night. Again. Um, Dude, I, I could start anywhere and that's really, yeah. again, the cool thing. And, and I come on here every freaking month and I tell you guys, I'm going to say the same oh, shit I said last all? month. Hey, 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 hey. yes. Hey, that's right. That's our girl right there. That's our girl I like right that there. Shirt, by the way, I want yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> our that's our girl. Is, the back is amazing as well. Incredible. As she always, is the Love Pro Wrestling Challenge Champion, Tara from Accounting. Hi. She can't hear you. Still, I've got my. It's got okay. My, it's okay. You just tell her that we but, love her. But I can tell. Oh, I can. Uh, I opened Siri. Sorry if you didn't hear me for a second. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Um, We're sorry. She to says that JPJ, JPJ, you're looking extra handsome today. And Pluggo, where's your fucking shirt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Someone, someone read the assignment. Someone read the assignment. I got the kitty. <laughs> that is a kitty. That is a kitty. So, beauty. I got the kitty. <laughs> she says bye. Bye. Oh, no, I don't think so. Bye. They said they love you. Oh, we do. We do. All right. Well, since that was the LPW Grand Champion, why don't we start there? Why don't we start there? That seems very fitting with TFA going against one Veda Scott. Why don't we talk about that Friends a little of the bit? show. Friends, Friends of the show. Of the show. Friends of Love Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't be more damn excited. You know, I picked Veda up from the airport about two hours ago, three hours ago. They finally made their way to Edmonton for the very first time. And uh, I don't think I need to tell anybody, but I'm going to absolutely sing their praises is that whether it's wrestling, whether it's commentating, we're very lucky they're doing both and they're excellent at both. Um, you talk about an asset to a professional wrestling show. Uh, shit, Veda Scott's right at the top of that list as far as I'm concerned. I'm incredibly excited that they're going to be a part of what's, what's a pretty damn cool list of challengers as far as yeah. that LPW Challenge Championship goes so far. It's exciting as all hell that they're going to be the next one to step up to one of the, well, the the only undefeated individual in LPW at this point uh, that's wrestled even more than one match for us. So um, real excited for that. Very excited on the Twitch end of things to be able to add their voice to what's already, mm -hmm. I believe, one of the, if not the premier commentary team in independent wrestling. It's going to be very, very cool. They're a huge asset to that. And then like, I, I know you guys can as well as I can, but like TFA is just such a fucking wonderful human being. Um, I'm so goddamn proud of what they've been able to accomplish. There's some great stuff coming up on their end of things in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned as far as it goes on that end. But um, yeah, TFA fucking rocks. There's really yeah. no other way to put it. And I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited for what I'm sure is going to be just another statement in front of the uh, Pacific Northwest top wrestlers. 
Absolutely. All right. And another match I want to talk about. So if you are a member of our LPW Love Wrestling Patreon, you see a little show every week, the LP, uh, every month, sorry, the LPW show. And Pluggo and I interviewed a couple of gentlemen, uh, State of Emergency, which, who which made their cool. presence felt at the end of LPW if 6 last month. Pluggo, you can take if it away I if may. you want, my man. Yeah, do Normally, thing, these man. are all super positive, Spencer. And I'm always like, dude, this is crazy. This is a great card. How do you do it? Yay. Do you like playing with fire? <laughs> well, because, I hired like, you, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm uh, like, I'm like, I might, I might do something one. goofy on a stream fire. He does love fireworks, at least. We, you know? We've had two guests on. Mitch Clark, who and you were able to dodge, he was like, I'm bringing just nothing but violence to love wrestling and taking it over. And you seem to be able to manage it. But, it's, but State of Emergency was like, we're coming. And we're taking it, it's we're not messing They went around. right for the top. They're right like, for the we're top. just gonna just take this whole thing down from top down. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you what do you how do you keep it that controlled back there? Man, like it's it's a good problem to have because at the end of the day, professional wrestling is certainly not a a non-violent sport, for lack of a better way to put it. I got a lot of room for violence. We brought the rads in, we've brought submission artists in. We we're we're now bringing in a very different type. Uh, of chaos and state of emergency. I don't think, again, that I need to oversell how dominant they've been in the PN, uh, the PNW for the last few years, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but since sort of the calendar turned to 2022, like you talk about great tag teams, not Canadian, not North American, you talk about great tag teams and you have to talk about state of emergency. So, um, you know, you want to bring in great professional wrestlers. I think we're doing that in that. And I think we're providing one hell of a challenge for the clandestine society. Again, mm-hmm. uh, MRB has has dominated in LPW. Even when the guys put up L's, he's he's put up incredible matches. And Stephen Crow is freaking just the <laughs> the right through. fuck one of the heart and souls of this promotion. There's really yeah. no other way to put it there either. So um, they're incredibly talented athletes. They've both proven themselves already as far as singles action goes. Shit, you've got Stephen Crow in handicap matches at this point. You've got MRB in some of the most insane matches I think that not just LPW's ever seen, but friggin' Canadian professional wrestling has seen to this point. Yeah. Um, and to be able to provide them with an opportunity to go against not just the top tag team in Canada again, but a, uh, a top tag team period for the first time ever. Why not bring it to YEG? And then oh, yeah, you ain't right. lying, Roundtable. Drew is big money. So Drew is our special guest tonight. You're also a special guest. So Drew, you got any uh, questions, things for the promoter that is Spenny Love here? I want to know how amazing the Voros twins are. Oh, man. <laughs> love, I them. love them. Hell yeah. I, I love, love the Voros twins. And it's always, you know, it's, it's an odd way to put it, but it's always so cool for me when we are able to have wrestlers like them in that maybe aren't here all the time because of how well they're doing elsewhere. If that makes any sort of sense. Mm -hmm. Like we wanted to bring the Voros twins for each and every goddamn show we've ever put on. They're incredible athletes, great people. Um, And I think sometimes, and obviously make Haywald sunshine, but I think sometimes that gets lost a little bit and just how freaking popular and funny they are. Those guys Mm -hmm. get in a professional wrestling ring Mm -hmm. and they tear it up every time. Right. So um yeah, they're they're some of my favorite people on the planet, Chris and Patrick are. They're wonderful individuals. If you're a promoter and you're watching this for whatever reason, I'll say this about any talent that LPW's brought in at this point, but like huge shout to the Voros twins because what great human beings and what uh what a hell of a match they're in for on uh well shit, 
What a match there is tomorrow. For less than 24 hours. Yeah, I was going to say less than 24 hours how from today. Much That's money, how close we are. Time flies when you're throwing launches. How, right? much, <laughs> how much money of yours do I have to give them to figure out how they do the dumbbell scenes? <laughs> how much budget do I got to blow to figure out the secret sauce? Zero. We'll go with zero. I think, oh, I think just... we can go on record with that being the approved budget of zero. <laughs> they're just going to tell me. Maybe you never know. Can you, you never ask know. them for me, uh, Spencer? I'll ask you. And then, you know, obviously, there's a whole slew of matches we're going to talk about here. But what might be one of the more maybe you think under the radar matches on this card that you think by the end of the show people are going to be like, "Wow, that was a match of the night contender there." And I know we have a whole lot of them on this show that could end up that way. But maybe like you know, if you're if you're somebody that has been focusing on love wrestling or you're new to love wrestling and you see the card, maybe one of the, un yeah, like under the radar ones that you think might truly end up being a standout of the evening. <laughs> I like that. Hello, Hi, Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence, hello, uh, friend. Um, to be honest with you, and again, like you say, there's there's not really any one of them where I'm like, oh, this is an underrated match. I think we've gone out and we put eight main event matches together. I really do. Whoever you're looking at, whichever match you're looking at on the card, um, any one of them, I feel very confident in saying could go out and be a banger of a main event for us, for any other promotion, wherever it may be. But um, it's going to sound like an odd way to put it again, but I think that one of the matches that I'm most, most looking forward to is uh, that number one contenders match we've got. Because even though we've only going, we're, we're only going into show seven, guys, like it really encapsulates almost every era of Love Pro Wrestling, if that makes sense. Sean Moore was a part of our first ever show here, or mm -hmm. I guess the first ever solo uh, LPW show here in Edmonton. That was in March. After that, he immediately took wow. off. He's been in Mexico ever since. He's been absolutely banging down there, man. Um, so him coming back up to Canada, he's worked for super kicked recently out in Ontario and toured up there. Like that guy is, you know, by definition, a world traveled professional wrestler and earned every bit of it. Um, he hasn't been back here since Travis Williams. I know I don't, I, I don't need to oversell how important, mm -hmm. uh, he was to really our, our first few months of, of running as a promotion. That guy was, insane. that ladder match was insane. Incredible. That 30 minute time limit draw he had with MRV to this day. And again, it's it's seven shows, but um, it's still one of my favorite matches I've ever had the opportunity to watch. Nonetheless, have happened in our ring. Um, Travis has been essential to to what we've done as a promotion to kick off. Um, so I'm excited as heck for that because he hasn't been back in a couple of months. I'm incredibly excited after last month because I was excited going in. That's when, where like, I was going to go. Turnbuckle talk, Carl. And we'll that, talk about that one. After yeah, we'll, too, we'll do that one next. That's yeah. a good one. To get to see to get to see Jack Pride and Son of Irish go out there in, in a very different format, sort of re-engage what they were able to do last month. Holy shit. Because they tore it up last month. Incredible right? match so, they had. That, that ending yeah. spot in that match with the shooting star into the code breaker was... Unbelievable. That's if one of the I, uh, best finishes you'll see in all of wrestling this year. All of wrestling. I'll Incredible. I'll send you a link because obviously we got the different camera angles and all that sort of stuff. And there's one where you can just pick up in the back of it. Like I usually sit, if you ever watch where we come up the stairs for that gorilla position we've got, mm -hmm. um, I'll usually if I've got the opportunity, I'm not running around, like that's where I'll sit and watch the show. Um and I will freaking send you it again. But uh, you can quite literally hear me on one of the camera angles in the back when that finish happened. Just, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not was, to, not to cut you off there, but Drew, you said you had to get out of here. You had some stuff yeah, do, coming up. 
Um, no, no worries, we, my friend. Well, we just wanted to say we appreciate yeah. you coming on, especially with such short notice. And the door is always open, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you are welcome you anytime, back. my friend. I so don't thank you for to. making love wrestling a little more handsome. It's true. Aww. It's true. But you know, you know, you know, man, you're welcome anytime. You just shoot yeah. us a message. You let us know when you want to chat. But before and we'll you get out of here, open if you door. want to plug your shit so everybody yes. knows where they can find yeah. you. I am at Big Money Drew on Twitter, and I have. You know, I'm on uh, Fightful. I've done some stuff for them. I'm in the chats. I'm mod. Don't be an asshole. I will ban you. And uh, <laughs> Benny, I love you. So happy to be on screen with you. And thank you, Plugo. Thank you, JPJ. This was wonderful. I enjoyed this so much. And I definitely will be back. Absolutely. We hope you will be. All right. Have a good rest of your night, my friend. Oh, so like I said, open door. You're always welcome. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right, yeah. Now, so, now you what a wonderful human up. being, Drew. Oh, I love, I love no, don't no, let's let's of course let's just put over great human beings in yes. professional wrestling. Yes, that was the first time I've ever met Drew face to face. But man, I've always loved chatting with him on uh, on Twitter. Good human yeah, being. Yeah, he's a he's Drew a is. great great person. Uh, and I was I was happy that uh, he was able to come on and spend yeah, some time with us. Yeah, it was last so. last minute. I he was we were chatting in another chat and he was itching to talk. I said, "Come on, man, we got to have you on. We'll just talk yeah. about because this week has been crazy." And well, LPW seven is yeah. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of, this, of this fatal four way, before we move on to a few more of the matches that we have tomorrow night, um, I spoke with Son of Irish during the LPW show uh, for last month. And he's really been showing out to the point where, you know, he's super young. He's super, you know, he's very, very young. He's, you know, his tag is the future of professional wrestling. I think he's kind of the current of professional wrestling, but the future. And he's been having banger matches every match that we've had him on love pro wrestling but he's always come up just a short right at the end and we talked about it during that interview so definitely go back and check that out it's on our youtube now go back and check that out um it would be quite the time for him to pick up his first signature victory in lpw tomorrow night wouldn't it when that in that number one contendership match man and like to be quite blunt with it like there are many 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 times that wins and losses are the be all end all whether you're talking about sports whether you're talking about entertainment or the combination that we love to call professional wrestling um but man there's exceptions to every rule and and people need to earn opportunities and people need to go above and beyond and if you're talking about individuals that have gone above and beyond people who've delivered on every opportunity yeah maybe you're not able to pick up the one two three on occasion but like if you talk about individuals that are the heart and soul of, of love pro wrestling and you don't bring up son of irish i got a lot of love for people i will never insult an opinion but I will tell you your opinion's wrong. And your opinion is wrong if you don't put Son of Irish in that conversation. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I am very excited. One of the things that's made me most proud about LPW as a whole is um, every show, after every show, when people are commenting on YouTube, there are always professional wrestlers hopping in there. And they're like, holy shit, I would like to work Son of Irish. I think he's great. I think he's awesome. And the fact that that guy is earning, and, and you can say it again about pretty well everybody on our roster, but fact that, that kid who like you say is fucking 18 years old yeah. has been working his ass off for the last 8 10 12 years as far as it goes in professional wrestling and delivering every single time nothing makes me more proud than seeing those guys go out there and, and not just get opportunities but but earn opportunities so um yeah maybe he is the individual in this match that hasn't got the ideal win loss record maybe he is the one where you look at it and say well these other guys are way above 500 to use the sports speak for uh sports speak for it but like 
if if you don't think the son of Irish has earned this opportunity, love you, but you're you're wrong. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could you could go the same route with on the women's side of things with like a Zoe Sager. You know, maybe her win loss record isn't as pristine, but you just see something in them, like you said with Son of Irish, where you keep giving them them opportunities. Now, as a promoter and as a person booking the shows and stuff. That, like you said, is it? It's more than just the wins losses at Love Wrestling. It yes, those matter ultimately at the end of the day. Yep. But you're, you know, you're putting Zoe Sager in another big spot with a Gigi Ray, and is it like a hey, go out there, sink or swim? Because like she said, she's like, I know my record's not there, but you know, I feel like it's gonna happen. I feel like it's gonna happen. So how do you balance that? Like wins losses matter, but hey, I see something special in a Zoe Sager where I want to keep giving her that opportunity. There is nothing, I think, in professional wrestling that people need more, as odd as this will sound to say, um, than, than a chip on their shoulder. Um, people who go out there once, you know, I'm a firm believer in anything, but especially when you're in something that's got a lot of competition. Um, once you get complacent, you're going to go backwards. You're never going to stay on that steady level. You, you will. Um, you talk about people that are hungry. You talk about people that... Um, have that chip on their shoulder right now Zoe Sager's the definition and yeah. it's incredible for me again I talk about Son of Irish earlier you guys make the comparison but like man it's so damn cool for me you go and watch her wrestle in NEW you wrestle for wrestling or you wrestle for everywhere you possibly can you're getting articles features on you in Slam Wrestling the biggest magazine we got in Canada as far as it got for professional wrestling specific news and man like to have her come in to have her go against someone that realistically, again, she's she's gone head to head with a ton. She knows intrinsically well. She has won championships against, lost championships against, had the best matches of her career against, in my opinion. And that's a friggin' high standard as far as it goes for Zoe when you look at her recent matches, even just for LPW. Um, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you have to give that opportunity. When somebody comes in and say, says i i fucking want this i can deliver in this uh, there's nothing i love more than being proven wrong when i tell someone okay you want this prove you can and they go out and freaking do yeah right zoe's delivered every time as far as Gigi goes man like again it's 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 just such a perfect homecoming i i i hope because we're obviously 24 hours or more from show day <laughs> yeah um but for me, man, I, I am incredibly, incredibly proud of everybody that we're, we're able to bring in for this show. Um, but when it comes to Gigi specifically, there's just it, it, there's there's so much history as far as the Alberta wrestling scene goes. She's someone that I personally have a lot of love for as a human being. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to do her first ever interview ever anywhere. You can find that on Love Wrestling. Um, but like you can find the two of them. But uh, as far as it goes with Gigi Ray, you know, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I am so very excited that yes she's been back before and, and yes I hope she will be back again whether it's for us or anywhere else because man she's such a friggin wonderful human such a freaking great professional wrestler um, but for this after starting to blow up with AEW after wrestling for Mission Pro after wrestling for reality everywhere in between she challenged for the NWA Women's Championship less mm -hmm. than a month ago and, and now she's coming home She's wrestling for love pro wrestling. I am so damn excited. This venue is the closest she has ever wrestled to. I'm just going to keep doing that. I'm not 
<laughs> um, I love it. I love this it. Is, this is the closest she's ever had the opportunity. And because of that, we get to uh, just have a really, really cool uh, main event for our show tomorrow night. Yeah, it's incredible. And, you know, before we start doing the, the rundown of all the other matches we haven't mentioned, Turnbuckle Talk did mention this match in uh and plugo you can take it away if you want because i know you said oh i just we we had talked when you had asked the question about what what match could maybe steal like under the radar this for me would be up there in contenders because i think michael allen richard clark that name is so long to say and i'll stumble over i think he is phenomenal Mm -hmm. i just when he's on the screen i just stop and i'm like that dude looks like he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watch Man, and he does. <laughs> we just talk about chips on shoulders. Um, I don't know who's coming in with a bigger one for this one. Is it Michael Allen, Richard Clark, who in his first ever match against Adam Ryder gets an opportunity at one of the most prestigious champ. Oh, oh, we lo- oh well, he's muted. muted. He's muted. Uh-oh, he's muted. Okay. But I was going to say, okay. while he figures it out. Ow. Is coming into the promotion, so I know I'm just trying to get my headphone working again. I don't know where it went, so I'm we just, just can't have dead air spin. No, I'm just gonna vamp. Time, time this is, is what they call the technical time. Oh, we have that with me all the time. No. Uh, can you hear me still now? Did I vamp yes. well enough? Yeah, Excellent. you're good, man. Um, so you, you look at Michael Allen, Richard Clark, who's challenged or, or was slated, excuse me, to challenge for one of the most prestigious championships in Canadian North American pro wrestling um, and losing that opportunity. Or is Adam Ryder coming in more upset because he lost his championship? He was the first ever title holder in WrestleCore. He lost it to an individual that wrestles for us. Who's coming in like more willing, more wanting to prove something? Uh, it's a cool, cool opportunity to say, I don't know who, and I think that that's going to line up for some freaking magic tomorrow. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I am very much looking at that. And the last match I want to talk about a little bit, uh, at least on my end, is, you know, uh, we have one Chris Parrish, part of Love Wrestling. Uh, he is coming back and wrestling tomorrow against Bobby Sharp, who's been a friend of the show, been a guest of the show. They've both been great on the show. They both been on the show. It makes it hard for us when we have. All so we're in the middle the here because I don't want to pick one over the other. Uh, but, but we're gonna have to talk a little bit about this match. Talk about uh, what you're expecting as not only the promoter of the show, but as a fan of wrestling, what you're expecting from these two guys and what you think we're gonna see in the ring when it comes to our our friend of the show, Bobby Sharp, and uh, Chris Parrish, our, our our friend, our friend of Love Wrestling, our coworker, Chris Parrish. I am incredibly excited for this one. Um, Bobby actually tweeted it out pretty perfectly the other day, yesterday even, I think. Um, These guys are quite literally two individuals who I don't think you're going to find two people in Alberta and pro wrestling more more closely tied together. Um, Like Parrish was quite literally a a groomsman at Bobby's wedding. Mm. They've known. I did not know that. That's incredible. Yeah. They, they've known each other since they were 12, 14 years old. They've wrestled against each other. They've been bitter rivals. They've wrestled as part of teams together. They've aligned together. They've, they've quite literally, if, if you talk about people who've checked every proverbial box as far as what you can accomplish in Alberta pro wrestling, they've done it. They've won heavyweight championships. They've done, they've done everything here. And they've done it together, and they've done it hating each other. Um, for this opportunity to come about, for not only, like, you know, you guys said it perfectly, Parrish is a friend. Parrish is someone that, again, I, I mentioned to the Voros twins earlier, is someone that, like, 
you talk about someone who you, you got an open spot, we'll find a way to make it happen. Parrish is that guy. I've got nothing but love for Chris. And Bobby, I am incredibly, incredibly proud that I have gotten the opportunity to not only have him in the ring here, but get to pick his brain and get to learn from a guy who really is, as far as Canadian pro wrestling goes. And it, it's really not a word I use lightly. I make that joke often. But it's really not a word I use lightly when I say that someone is like a, 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 a legend around here. Um, and Bobby Sharp is certainly one of the guys in Alberta professional wrestling that even before I got as ingrained with the scene as I am, um, I knew who he was. I was excited every time Bobby Sharp match was announced. You know what I mean? Um, I'm incredibly, incredibly honored that we get to have this match here because it's something that has a lot of history but I think is going to be a very different match than people have ever seen out of those two before with Bobby just coming back. Bobby's coming off major, major surgery. I know I'm repeating stuff to you, obviously, but um, coming off of that, Parrish coming back for the first time in a couple of months. I know you guys watched the Archer Report after his last match here when he yep. challenged TFA. And, you know, he's coming in with a very different mentality. That guy is an incredible professional wrestler. I know that. You knew that. Mm -hmm. He knows that. But after taking a loss for the championship that frankly he, he, he made before TFA made, if that makes any sort of sense, yeah. um, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, losing out on that and having to sort of refocus and revise what you, what, what, what you need to do in pro wrestling. Um, again, it, it's going to be the thing. And a win over Bobby it, Sharp will do that. And, and Bobby that. Sharp, again, I talked about yeah. Taryn earlier is our, our only undefeated professional wrestler to this point with more than two matches. Bobby wins tomorrow. He's the second person to be added to that list, right? The guy's undefeated in his two. I feel like two matches should be that cut off. You get those people who come in for their couple shows. Yeah. Not to say Bobby isn't a major, major part of this roster, but, you know, he's he's never lost in an LPW ring. And uh, I know, I, I, I just, knowing knowing Parrish, I know he knows that. And mm -hmm. I know he wants to change that. Mm -hmm. Speaking mm -hmm. of, so undefeated, and you talked about Taryn, so as we've done this and we've started to grow and build these relationships within these LPW talents, you keep book booking these matches that make it incredibly hard for us to like pick a side because we love Taryn. Taryn is our girl. <laughs> She's co-hosted beard. She put a beard on for us. She we are, but Veda Scott. That, that is your bearded wrestler of the yeah, day. Put that some was that's that right. It is. It is. She should be our bearded wrestler <laughs> of the day every day. But uh, you bring in a Veda Scott, who's gonna pull double duty. She's gonna be on commentary and wrestle, and it's like we love Veda, like you said, friend of love wrestling, and it's like. What do I do? How do I? I just, I guess, as a fan, I get to be excited for a great wrestling match. <laughs> but how do you ultimately decide where to go with these matches? Because they're all <laughs> so tough to pick. That's, how do you do it? That's frankly that that that's my job. And and to be honest with you guys, like it mean it means a lot hearing that because as a promoter, you you want to have matches that people want to see. Like that yep. sounds like freaking Zoe 101 shit for you guys, but like yeah. your job as a promoter is to build towards matches and, and frankly through the matches that people earn. It's not like we'd be saying you get, you know, you're not gonna wrestle John Moxley if you're a scrub, you know, to you're make not, the you're AEW not putting Pluggo in your grand that championship time. match. That's, that's, a, that's a way better example. Yeah. We're not putting Pluggo in our grand yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's, it's I'm not it's, taking it's on MRB. 
Hey, when we've got the opportunity to bring someone in like Aveda Scott, who is obviously a very accomplished professional wrestler, has won championships wherever they've gone, was mm-hmm. the longest reigning IWS women's champion of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way that TFA to this day is is our longest reigning champion we've ever had in Love Pro Wrestling. There are those cool little comparisons and little storyline developments that, that are, are just obviously there. So if you've got this stuff that's sort of handed to you, well, you've got the opportunity to have two longest reigning champs in one ring. Well, why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah, we... we <laughs> There's thought that goes into it. Excuse me, is I hiccup? There we go. Um, <laughs> there's thought that goes into it. There are definitely some uh, much more fortunate opportunities, I guess, that we come into with stuff like that. But it sounds right? like easy, easy decisions. You're like, book it. And I love yeah. that. I, I dude, feel like it's, that's it's the... One of those, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt it, you. Hey, dude, don't worry about it. It's, it's one of those things where, again, like, if, if, if we're talking about son of irish earlier about earning all of his opportunities as someone with um again maybe some more losses than he would like on his record how can you not turn to our challenge champion who is six and oh in love pro wrestling to this point has defeated 11 Dope. people oh shit not even that 14 people for Dope. that championship she ran it she won it in battle royal she's defeated four of the top professional wrestlers five of the top professional wrestlers potentially in not only Canada, but North America for that title. Um, how can you not, frankly, turn to her and just be like, well, they challenged you and they're really good. You yeah. want it? Yeah. Taryn's taken everybody on. Taryn's not only taken everybody on, but friggin' smiled doing it. And uh, again, I, I, I can't use best. any, I can't use any other word, but just say uh, how fucking proud I am. Yeah, she's the best. We, you know, we we say it every week, but we are yeah. we love Taryn. She's 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 awesome. She's and one of the OGs forever. So I know we should. So consider like I love TFA, basically like a sponsorship line. We've got literally. to throw in there. Uh, if literally. she's down, if she is down, <laughs> Taryn from accounting can have a weekly segment oh, on between without question. Beers, if without she would, question. if we she was down, care. we would give her. A weekly if segment she's down, in a heartbeat. We'll, we'll make in it. a heartbeat. But we'll before we get you out of here and get I down to the matchup, I had one more question about the, the state of emergency. We kind of glossed over it at the beginning. State of emergency is coming in. They're coming after MRB, Michael Rich Blaze, the grand champion. It feels very love wrestling. Outsiders coming in. Like, what do the fans of maybe don't know that these talents expect to see? Because it's going to be a Stephen Crow MRB for state of emergency. I have a feeling you're going to have trouble keeping the rec room in one piece. So, what are we seeing? I can't you know wait what, to man? see this. To quote, uh, to, 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 to quote a guy to stutter over that one that we uh, we all know fairly well in Mitch Clark: pure, unadulterated violence. That is the expectation because I, I know in, you know, watching the state of emergency and I know from just dealing with MRB, dealing with Stephen Crow, um, when they want to come out and they want to prove they're the biggest, baddest and best, they go above and beyond the friggin' do it. So mm-hmm. what am I expecting from it? I, I, I am honestly, and this can probably be a blanket statement for the eight matches you've got organized. Um, I expect these guys to want to go out. I expect them to want to not only put on a match of a night for LPW, but I expect that they're going to want to go out there and say, like, we want to prove something to the fucking world on what Canadian professional wrestling can do. And I think they've each respectively done that already in their own rights, but I think they want to just continue and continue and continue. And I freaking 
bet your bottom dollar, boys, that they're going to. <laughs> and oh, is I'm... that is that the professional side of you going, you know what? I know that these guys are coming in and basically calling out my promotion, my top, my top talent, but I want to see what they can do because it's just freaking awesome. Here's the thing is like, it's, it's, you know, as a promoter, it's a win-win. If people are calling out the best of the best, the love pro wrestling has to offer. And uh, the, the, the love pro wrestling guys, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, win. cool. We've, we've proven why we believe we're one of the, if, uh, one of these standard bearers. I have no other way to put it. Why, why we believe we're one of the standard bearers in Canadian wrestling now. And if state of emergency does it, then honestly, selfishly, that hopefully means we get to have them come back again because someone will call them out from that point. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you guys have seen what MRB can do with the chip on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. You watched him dive off that freaking ladder. You've it seen sure what did. Stephen Crow's sure done did. the entire time with the chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And those guys coming in after a loss to what I think both of these teams are going into with a lot of emotion with, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, really... I would be excited either way for where this would go. All right. Good to know. Because if, 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 if MRB and Steven Crow were to lose to the, the top tag team in a lot of people's opinions in the Pacific Northwest, well, are they going to either go back and go harder at those guys or are they going to aim higher? And yeah. that's not to say that state of emergency isn't about the highest team that you can find out here. But I also know speaking for a lot of promotions and a lot of professional wrestling fans out here in the PNW, um, there are a lot of great tag teams. So uh, you can potentially see where that one goes too, right? Yeah. Win-win, man. Found money. I we love had a, we got we great had a, wrestlers calling out great wrestlers. I'm before, okay. <laughs> before we have you pull an Excalibur and go through the card, this gentleman has said he would like to challenge. For Alex, get off. Yeah, get off yeah, get out of here, you Alex. Alex. What are you doing? Get out. Get out. Welcome back, he, Alex. He did say in the private chat that he wants to challenge TFA. TFA. That fine. is true. But, but he, he can do that in the private chat. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> the only time I break it. Uh, yeah. Alex, real happy you're back, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're yeah. very happy no, to have Alex back today. Yeah, now don't come on this fucking show again, all right? play the clip so he can run through this match card because he's got some stuff. But yeah, he's a busy man. Let's have Spencer run through the rest of the card. I know we talked about most of the matches. But yeah, talk about the rest of the card. How Tell the people how they can watch the show and how they can potentially chat with Pluggo, myself, and other love wrestling people throughout the show. Run through the thing. Do the thing you do best. Like he said, Excalibur like you flying through the. I got to learn how to do it some at some point. Friends, family, wrestling fans, there is no better day for Canadian professional wrestling this week than you are going to find tomorrow night out of the rec room, South Edmonton. Of course, at 7 p.m. sharp, we are going to be kicking off LPW7 and out come the wrestlers featuring eight matches featuring the best of the best in Canadian wrestling. You've got Taryn from accounting taking on Veda Scott who then is going to be moving over to the commentary booth to take on seven more matches of, again, the best of the best above the 49th parallel. We've got the Rads taking on the Sheik himself and Beirat Gorani. Hopefully he doesn't yell at me. He's sitting over here, and he yells at me all the time if I pronounce his name wrong, but he's laughing this time. Well, he said he just said something in the chat. He said if you look straight ahead and slightly to the left, there's a really (laughs) good-looking fella sitting down. So he just just said something. (laughs) I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah. You got some muscles coming up from behind there, Oh, oh, is that that the grand champion? Is that the goat? 
that is the grand champion. Oh, that's the grand champion himself. Friend of the show. Hey, buddy. Friend of the show, Michael Richard Blade. That's right. And you're going to watch him kick some ass against one of the other best tag teams in professional wrestling today. Not Canadian, not North American in professional wrestling today. The clandestine society taking on state of emergency for the first time ever. Hopefully not the last time, but my God, if it's the only time, you better tune in. We've got a main event featuring two of the most incredible professional wrestlers that you're going to find in North America. Gigi Ray returning home, taking on Zoe Sager. I'm incredibly excited for that one. I'm incredibly excited for what was formerly a WrestleCore Infinity Championship match between Michael Allen, Richard Clark, and Adam Ryder, the high to heart throb. Man, I cannot tell you how pumped I am for tomorrow. I've said it every show. I've said it again. And I will six months ago when I hop back on the show. I don't think I've ever been more excited for an LPW event. This is our biggest card yet. Between all of us and the internet, this is our highest pre-sale we've had yet. We are incredibly close to selling out on pre-sales alone for the first time ever. We've sold out before, but those are with walk-ups. Let's hope to sell this one out prior so that all of you guys can tune in on Twitch, where you're already watching on twitch.tv backslash A, And you can listen into the audible chocolate of Big Bad Boris, Thaddeus Archer III, Warren Diesel, Barris, and Veda, Great Scott. I'm coining that. I guarantee I will. I was watching mm-hmm. Back to the Future this weekend, too. Oh, beautiful. Um, right? Um, yeah, I, I truly, guys, I can't tell you how pumped I am, how much it means to me that we are able to bring the best of the best in professional wrestling to the home of professional wrestling in Edmonton, Alberta, the premier venue featuring premier professional wrestling at the Rec Room South Common. Shit, I... I I'm honored, man. I'm humbled. I am blessed. I am every cliche that you see on every Instagram post potentially out there. Um, I'm that right now. It means a lot that. Uh, hey, that it's okay to, to be a broken record, man. It's okay to be a broken record if it's a good hey, thing. Hey, man, you know what? The nice every thing month- is, is I am I am a broken record about incredible things in professional wrestling. It ain't like I'm mm-hmm. a broken record about, and here's why we canceled the show this month. It's a broken <laughs> record about right. how 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 great Canadian professional wrestling can be. And we're not mm-hmm. the only ones doing it. I've mentioned a couple of promotions and I'm sure there's a million more I could. Um, uh, yes, yes, I yes, we are, Hab Guy. We are based out of Edmonton. We are in the rec room at the end of every month through the end of next year, uh, with you the exception you. of a few months. And uh, I think, what, December? We only, only December, right, December, for Christmas. And to be yes. honest with you, we would, but uh, I don't know if you guys are like me, but if we're running the last Friday of every month, we would fall between Christmas and New Year's. And I know between Christmas I, and New I am Year's, not in the shape to be in a chat. I, I am not in the shape the to be in a chat. Is. Yeah, no. I don't know how good I will be in that be chat the only it's between one in the that chat week. Coherent. So. Like, oh, well, you go. You got Hab Guy said he just had a buddy move out to Edmonton. Also a big wrestling fan, so he's going to have to let there him know. Go. Yeah. Tell him to get on the if, train. Uh, hey, Hab Guy, if they just moved to Edmonton and they're available tomorrow, send me a DM at that nice little handle you see there. Uh, send me a DM if they would like to come out to the show tomorrow. We'll have a ticket at the door for them. Please feel free to let me know on that because anybody that wants to come and take a chance on a new professional wrestling promotion, I am happy to have them take a chance on us because I think I think we're pretty neat, you guys. And I really love when new Money people come well and check spent. us out. Yeah, Absolutely. so if you would like to have Guy hop in my DMs on Twitter, we would love to have them out. Tickets are limited. So let me know tonight if you can, but we, we would love to have them out. And anyone who's watching, frankly, I'm... I'm incredibly proud of the product that we put out here for Love Pro Wrestling. So if you're not a fan, if you're uh, uh, not nervous, but you're considering, but maybe 50-50 sitting on the fence about coming out to a pro wrestling show, um, please let me know. This is my favorite thing in the world. 
I love pro wrestling more than some people love their parents. And I am so hopeful. <laughs> wrestling over babies, man. Out, get to see what professional wrestling can be when it's provided by the best of the best. And, and honestly, I, I really feel that we are becoming, if not already, um, one of those standard bearers in Canadian wrestling. Absolutely. And not because I, of me, because of each and every goddamn individual that's chosen to surround me. For yeah. lack of a better way to put it. We are making waves, and it is still only the beginning. Tomorrow night, LPW7, out come the wrestlers. Spencer, as always, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Glad that we've kind of made this uh, tradition of you hopping in the night before all these big events yes. to kind of talk some great independent Canadian wrestling with us and all the special things that we're building here at LPW. So we want to thank you. It's always good to see you, face, especially the times you're not yelling at us. So, or yelling at Pluggo, I should say. I was going to say this is a but, scheduled one. So yeah, this is a scheduled one. So it's all it's all in a couple of times. And yeah, those exactly. are those are those are less pleasant. Those are the scary. Other than when I'm producing, those are yet. really pleasant. He still, <laughs> he still lets me come back though, so I must be doing something right. Yeah, friends, I love you, but I also know we've got MLW coming up, and uh, to be honest with you, this is your show. This is the return of Alex. So, uh, friends, lots yeah, of love. We gotta have him coming near on. the end. You guys close it out like you can. I'll see you right. later. Spencer, you good to see you. We will chat real soon. Thanks for hopping on, my friend. See you, friend. Later. Please. All right. So that's about so it. We, we got uh, Alex here. Alex, welcome back. I know you're a little hey. rusty, but you do know, my friend, and I noticed this a second ago, you do know we have this, right? This I, beautiful, amazing graphic. I do know. But, you know, why have a graphic tell you when we could have the man himself spending love tell you. And did we? It's true. That's true. That's true. Just, just saying. Just saying. That's true. You know, we have Zach true. in the comments saying the wordsmith's bachelor party. So first of all, the wordsmith is getting married. He has said this on the show, but they're they're out they're out having a night on the town. He Ooh, popped having in a bachelor for like party a evening. And they popped in the back, but I think they heard Spencer kind of running through the the promo of the event, and they were like, "Come back! <laughs> we're gonna let the we're gonna we're gonna let the boy we're gonna let the boss kind of do his thing." And but we are super stoked you're back. We love love you, Boyd. Oh, I think you meant boys. I boys. think he was gonna say boys. They they have they're on a bachelor party, guys. I'm surprised he can even type. I mean, I right. uh, if I'm being real, if that you was me, I would right be now? in no shape. If I'm at my friend's bachelor, I would be in no shape. Ooh. Uh, boys, <laughs> he says boys uh, as in you guys uh but thanks for hopping in uh you know we love you both and the wordsmith congrats the word, to the wordsmith and his bachelor party but alex we wanted to hop have you hop on at the end of the show we're glad that you are back thank you even though yes. you, you you put yourself i mean you put yourself in if, our, in uh, our open if nobody video. else is going to put me over man i gotta do it myself you put you yourself in, in the opening video trying to get over over Thunder Trying to get Road over on, on our damn coattails. He, he I mean, booked himself over Thunder Rosa in our opening. I mean, if you think the the opener <laughs> took out Thunder time. Rosa, no, no, I I put I put Sue in there because Sue needs yeah. some love as well. Yeah, awesome. he was like, you know what, Thunder Rosa, she can't play hurt, so I'm taking her out <laughs> and I'm putting myself in there. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I just you know. Oh, I'm gonna be more of a no. personality on this, man. We're glad you're back. We couldn't do it without you. We were Thank like you. lost puppies the couple, like the month you were gone. We had to make things happen that we're not used to. So, welcome back. Thank you. Get back yes. to work. So we wanted to get we wanted to get you on to at least formally say that we're we're, we're real glad you're coming back. You do a lot for us here, so we appreciate you a lot. Now get the fuck off my screen. <laughs> okay. 
Hashtag no jumping now. for Alex. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that, guys. But we love Alex. He's back. But we're going to run through our sponsors, and we're going to get out of here because, like Spencer said, and like we've said a bunch of times already tonight, Bobby Munson, and Papa Smokes coming up right after this beautiful program ends. We're gonna. I'm gonna shout him out one more time. Big shout out to Big Money Drew Nicholas for coming on, hanging out. Absolutely, with that was a good time. Show. Welcome back anytime, my friend. Spetty Love, he came out talking smell PW7. Here come the rest of tomorrow. But now let's pay these bills, plug our stuff, and get yeah. on the with it. So first and foremost, we want to thank RK Athletics. You've seen them in the corner down all night. You can follow them at RK Athletics One on all social media is rich king not only is he a great professional wrestler he is an even better human being and he'll and be at lo- w7 he yep yep and if you're looking for personal training just looking to get a little bit healthier whether it's nutritionally working out even if you don't live in the edmonton area you can virtually have things sent to you workout plans all sorts of stuff so if you're just looking to get uh you know get a couple workouts and get physically better want to get a little bit better physically in your life the group to see is RK Athletics. And again, you can follow them, as you can see right below me here, at RK Athletics One. We also want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped. You can go to manscaped.com. You put that promo code in, Love Wrestling, and you can get 20% off as well as free shipping. And where's that shipping go, Plugo? Worldwide. Worldwide. Anywhere you can live in friggin' Antarctica. And you get will get your, balls, take your lawnmower 4.0 because it is free shipping everywhere. Use that promo code Love Wrestling. Tell them you we sent you. Tell them you love us. Protect your balls. They have things for ladies and things that are not ball related yeah. either. Yeah. But that's what they were built on. They save balls. Treat your balls I'm nice. I'm rocking the crop preserver right now because as content creators and podcasters know, you can't be running ACs and fans while you're streaming because it's too loud. So yep. it gets a little sweaty down here. Mm-hmm. So I make sure he I got lying. that ball deodorant going so I ain't, ain't sweating lying. through my shorts. He ain't lying. Got to keep um, my partner happy. Yeah, and have guy, not a bad point. Not a bad point at all. I understand that. Not a bad point. It is cold in them pots. It <laughs> is cold you, in them pots. But if you did, or you but if you did, manscaped.com promo code love wrestling would get you that free shipping they got and 20% wipes off. Too to keep you so fresh go there, the do the thing. Tell them that love wrestling. Tell them that the beard sent you. Let them know you're giving us a little bit of love. On that note, it's a little bit after 10. We ran a couple minutes late, but we had a we had a barn burner of a show. So plug out, let the people know where they can find you, where they can find between two beards. And well, uh, let's make our way out of here so the MLW boys can uh, do what they do best. Well, also, too, before we get out of here, too, we also need to mention you can find me, plug out on all social media. Just look for my face. You'll find it. But we also, the, this Sunday, our NFL draft between two beards, true. first ever fantasy this football draft this Sunday. We are looking into streaming it. Just stay tuned to our socials at B2Beards for more details. We're trying to figure out a way to pull off a stream where we stream the draft, maybe have some people on, talk some trash, talk some football, maybe some wrestling, because wrestling's been so good. So, yeah, stay tuned to our socials at B2Beards on all social medias. At Plugo, that would be me. But if you want, we'll, it'll be everywhere. That's where we're going to be. We're going to be doing some things. Yeah. You can follow me at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. You can see that in the parentheses next to my name right there. Uh, go give me a follow on Twitch if you haven't already. I'm not begging you, but I'm asking you. If you could go give me some love. I'm so close to affiliate status. I just need a couple more follows. So if you would be so kind, I would be forever grateful. But, yeah, we play a lot of video games over there. Have a good time. But Plugo said you can find us at, at B2Beards on all social medias for all upcoming announcements and things like that. Give us each a follow, too. 
But you know the drill. We'll be having some news about AEW coverage and AES. And if, you know, we're kind of trying to figure that out with the changes that have happened here over the last couple of days. Um, So we'll be sharing all of our stuff on social media. So give us a follow. Stay tuned. We got, you know, I know we've been saying it for a few weeks now. We still can't announce some things, but we got some bigger stuff uh, coming up here real soon that we're plug and I are both very, very excited about, uh, go give us, go give a follow to uh twitch.tv slash pop couture as well. Uh, we are on there almost every Monday for pop the crowd, just going through the week of wrestling as well over there with our buddy, Mike fish. So go give them some love as well. But most importantly, tomorrow night, LPW seven, be here on this channel. Uh, You'll be able to watch for free, but if you subscribe, not only will you get those cool emojis, those emotes, but you will get to be in the chat chatting with Plugo, myself, and all other Love Wrestling uh, personalities that will be in the chat. It's always a good time, and it's always a great show of wrestling. But for Alex and his triumphant return, for Plugo, I am JPJ. You know where to find us next week for our B2 Beards, Between Two Beards, Pick'em Extravaganza next week. Pick'em Extravaganza. We already have a special guest booked. We will announce them shortly. But until at Turnbuckle Talk, Carl, we love you, buddy. R-K. Thanks for being here. Thanks. We got to get Carl back on this we show. We do. We got to get Carl back on this show, too. Miss him. Um, for Pluggo, for Alex, I'm JPJ. And until next Thursday, peace, peace out.